Welcome to the Best Picture cast. I'm your host, Kieran B. I completed my goal of watching every Oscar Best Picture winner ever and decided to start a podcast to review each one, each episode myself and revolving co-hosts. We'll discuss, assess, and evaluate a different Best Picture winner with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. This is not a who should have won podcast. We are here to discuss the inner circle of movies who took home the crown in their respective years. As a disclaimer, this is an opinion-based podcast and a subjective discussion by movie enthusiasts who don't claim to be trained experts. If we destroy your favorite movie or praise a movie you think is trash, we encourage you to write us in at our email, which is bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com. That email is bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com. You can follow us on all of our socials, and that's going to be at Best Picture Cast, just how the podcast sounds, Best Picture Cast. That's going to be Instagram, that's going to be Facebook, that's going to be Twitter, Letterboxd, all the good stuff. Check out our merch store in our episode description. You can buy all sorts of fun Best Picture related stuff. And rate and review, all that stuff. We get all that out of the way because we have to talk about this Best Picture winner here today, a Best Picture winner that mm, drove me to drink. It is <laughs> the greatest show on earth. Fortunately, I drink already. Uh, so <laughs> we, we have with us here today, I'm not even going to give you a chance to jump the gun here today, Joey. It is Joey R. Joey, how are you? Oh, I'm great. And for once, I don't have a lot to say. Oh, first well, time ever. I will uh, call your bluff, perhaps. But uh, we also have with us today, Oz. Hey, Oz, how hey. you doing? Good. Th- thanks for having me back. Joe, you have plenty to say stuff. <laughs> You'll find something. Comparatively. Yeah. Oz, your first go around on these new microphones. How does it Oh, feel? this is some setup you guys got here. Yeah, this we're not... Like, uh, we've really... You've really progressed. We're not messing around yeah. here. We're, we're not shouting into the iP- <laughs> iPad 20 feet away anymore. No, now wild. we're shouting in the microphone, yeah. spiking the levels and yeah, yeah, causing yeah, all yes, sorts of new yeah, chaos. Yeah. So, uh, yes. So the greatest show on earth. Guys, did you know that this movie existed before I assigned it to you? Joey. Thankfully, no. Okay. You had no, no knowledge of it. No, I, nothing. I saw it on lists and... Um, Everyone on the list lied when they didn't put it near the end. Wow. Oh, boy. He's not He's not waiting to show his... Yeah, he's uh, showing show his, his cards things. already. Yeah. Oz, did you know that this existed before this assignment? No idea. And then quite surprised to see the cast. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, there's some there's some heavy hitters in this cast. Yeah. Yeah. We, didn't help the movie much, but there was uh, no. some heavy hitters. Big no. names. Yeah. One of them's in disguise the whole time, though. So. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's how you use a star. You have to put his name in the credits oh, because... Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Uh, okay, so now this one for me here, guys. <sighs> okay, so I knew this one pretty early just because, you know, when, when I first got the idea of seeing all the Best Picture winners, I was in eighth grade, like seventh, eighth grade. I was 14 years old or so. And it was just kind of a cool idea. Like I had kind of just, I had been gotten into the Oscars a few years earlier with Forrest Gump and all that. And was like, oh, and you know, I, I've had one of those, back then there's no internet or anything. So I just had like a, one of those little like almanacs that just listed all the winners, you know, and it's like just a straight list of them by year. 
and going down them and I'm, you know, talking to my parents, what's this and what's that one? French Connection was one. I remember being like, oh, what? and my dad's like, oh, it's a, that's a good cop thriller. That would be good. It was a big car chase and that. And I go, greatest show on earth. Is that what it says? Like a circus movie? And my parents are like, yeah, I think it's like a circus movie. It's like a big circus. And I'm like, oh, that that's, you know, the seventh grade. Somewhat grade intriguing. Like, oh, yeah. that might be fun. We settled on French Connection, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, oh, so thank that, God. Yeah, I didn't have to see this one until. You have good parents. Yeah, I didn't have to see this one until. Uh, so this was kind of late in the in the run here. It was probably right around Hurricane Sandy-ish, so about 10 years ago. Exactly 10 you years, know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh I watched it and I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, I want, you wanted to watch a fictional disaster during a real disaster? <laughs> yeah. uh, I oh will say, God. you remembered it being very short. Oh, yes. Joey, why don't you tell that story from okay. last week when we recorded our Airheads episode? Yeah. So last week we were recording Airheads and we're talking and I was like, oh, this movie's two and a half hours. The look on Kieran's face was worse than when I told him I made a top 10 MCU list. I mean, Joey was like, oh, you know, it's a, you got a lot of stuff here and it's a long movie on top of uh, all the it stuff. I was like, this isn't a long movie at all. This is like, what is this, like an hour and 50 minutes. He's like, um, I don't think so. No, two and a half hours. It's and like I look a- at him like, I'm, I was like, that can't be right. I was doing one of those. <laughs> I saw two and a half hours. It was, it was like I saw dropped. a ghost. It was yeah. like I saw a ghost. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's 10 minutes of story. It's just like, there's part it's of me who's like, wait a minute, I've seen this movie before. How could it possibly be two and a half hours? Because you forgot about the documentary about behind the scenes at a circus park? So I absolutely do not want to be caught defending this movie. And I will not be. Because <laughs> I found very little enjoyable about it. I don't, it didn't, the length, I didn't feel the length, to be but honest. But what was the purpose of the length? Oh, well, that's a totally different story. Right. Like, if something's going to be long, it needs to justify being long. I don't need to see... A documentary no. about how tents are up and down in a storm, while the only good story in this movie was glossed over and not actually told. Did the first line of the movie, basically, I think it was one of the first lines where they're essentially like, this is the behind the scenes story of how the circus runs. Mm-hmm. I wrote, this is going to drive Joey nuts. <laughs> That's correct. Like, this is the opposite of movies Joey likes. Oh boy. Yeah, okay, is, so uh, sorry. I, I, I will say already. I'll probably. I'm probably gonna be the high man on this. Just, just in in the sense that I really don't think this is the worst movie on the list. I really don't. I think that there's at least a handful of movies okay. that are worse than cool. this. Just because there's at least some stuff in here to entertain me or intrigue me. Even if just mildly. I got Listen, you. it has yeah. Jimmy Stewart and Charlton Heston. That takes it out of the Ooh. bottom five. That's exactly right. That's exactly right right there. And there are, we'll go into it, but there are there's a little bit more to it than that. For but me. For with, me. But, but yes. with those two, it's automatically out of the bottom five. And that's my point. Joey, you stole a point right out of my nose. But I think there. you already yeah. already said it. That they, they threw Jimmy Stewart in, in uh, makeup the whole time. Absurd. Yeah. And only so good that, story. Does that really count? That you had, like, what, did they throw well, a bag on Charlton Heston's <laughs> face? Like, what, what do you want to do? That would be interesting. Okay. So we'll, yeah, we, we're going to, we're going to, we're gonna get into this because you could already we're already hot and hot and fired up and ready to go. I love I love too how it's like you know we go into this like God what are we gonna say about this movie? We press play and all of a sudden it's like no 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 it's my turn to talk it's my turn to talk. Uh, okay, so I kind of alluded to before is we are pairing this with another movie. This is one of our megasodes. We've done this before with A Man for All Seasons and Jaws. Yeah, we did this with Back to the Future and Around the World in Eighty Days. That was a good one. What we do now is we split the episodes. Rocky so not, and uh, MacGyver. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's like covert. And MacGruber. <laughs> right. The listener didn't know what they were uh, they were getting into with that. But yeah, so so with Jaws and Shaws, we did it all in one episode. Now we split them up. So you're listening to the greatest show on earth episode. Next week, we're gonna come at you with our our it mega where We're going through all things it. We read the book, 
We watched the 90s miniseries. We watched the 2017 kind of movie revival and the uh, the 2019 It Chapter 2, the sequel. So we watched Great it stuff. all. Yeah, it was stuff. only about 45 hours of content, so it's fine. When Kristen, it was the big assignment. When Kristen was giving birth, I was reading. She's she's being induced. I'm sitting there reading It, and the doctors and nurses are like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, it's for a podcast. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Is your is your uh, is your second son's middle name Bob Gray? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Uh, uh, yes. So we have uh, a lot of it coming at you there. So so I do before we get into greatest show on earth, just to kind of preview and tease our it episode. I'm just gonna kind of just kind of set the tone a little bit for you, uh, Oz. Now. It was a book that you read a, a while back, right? Correct. This is, yeah. Yes. So I, I yes. think you read, you're probably the first one to read it, or, or Joe, did you read it as like a kid? No, no, no. I'm more recent to okay. it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Oz, you were probably the first one to read it. I read it between yeah. the two movies, the new movies coming out. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. All right. So what was kind of your earliest memories of, of the of the book? What drew you into the book? I'm sure you probably saw the miniseries first. No, right? you know what? That was, that's funny. Um, I My timeline... I had never seen the miniseries. Okay. Oh, yeah. till till this. Till now. Oh, fun. Because okay, I went cool. book, uh, movies, miniseries mm-hmm. in the timeline, and then book again recently. Um, I don't remember exactly. Honestly, I can't tell you what drew me into the book other than like, I don't know, 15 years ago, I, I was getting into Stephen King for whatever. I think Salem's Lot was the first one I read, and I oh, liked cool. it and jumped into it. And then the, uh, the the JFK book, yes, too. yes, eleven twenty two sixty three. Yeah, you know, that, that, yeah, we've kind of been like uh, like Stephen King buddies. Over yeah, there, yeah, 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 read yeah, that yeah, one yeah, yeah. And I think like you have a couple of gaps that I, or, or I think I have a couple of gaps, and you have a couple of gaps. Definitely, like, I haven't read Salem's Lot, and I haven't read Dead Zone. Dead Zone, those are two of my favorites too, which is cool. Funny. Yeah, and I think so. you, would, you know, it's just he's got so much content. Yeah, you know. yeah, and you've have you read The Shining? No. I've okay, so that's a big yeah, that's a no. big gap there. So right. yeah, and Pet Cemetery. Yes, Pet Cemetery yeah, yes. definitely. Yeah. I love Pet Cemetery. Cool. All right, so uh, yeah, so it's going to be fun tackling tackling those things, I, and I can't wait to talk to you about revisiting the book after all these years yeah, and, and your yeah, thoughts there. Something. Joe, early earliest memories of it was the '90s miniseries, kind of your something. Yeah, I saw it in first grade. <laughs> okay, there, there you go. From Blockbuster, I'll tell the story. That on explains the a lot. I confirmed how I saw it too. Well, I was right, but yeah, first grade. Yeah, I, I in in like second, third grade, I had a neighbor who had like older siblings and watched it and basically like just would retell the stories to me and my siblings and terrify us about it. Like it comes out <laughs> of the drain when you're taking a shower. I'm like, oh, I'm not showering again. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, his story versions were way scarier than the actual thing but although if i had saw it i seen it at that age i'm sure who knows but, right yeah who yeah. knows so so if you if, if you can tell already we're excited to talk about that we're gonna get into all of yeah, talented movie making is exciting uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes we got lots of clowns to talk about this Ooh, evening it's not and often, we'll be not often me and joey are on the same side but i think this uh this, this could be, be this could be destructive greatest show's yeah, about yeah. to get dunked on <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, so if you're a fan of uh, Stephen King's It, or just even the, just the 2017 movie, if you're uh, one of those lone defenders of uh, It Chapter 2, like like myself, a little teaser to, to next week, tune in next week for, for the It episode. It's going to be crazy, chaotic, just like the book. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm, it, I'm fun for just the... Uh, the the chaos of the format, you know, and because uh, it's yeah, we loose and exciting, and we'll be nice and loose too. We'll have uh, we'll have some beverages behind us at that point. But it's time here to uh, to focus all attention on the big top. Yes, the director didn't, so we should. Oh boy, see C- Cecil B. DeMille shots are getting fired right away here. 
I love it. Okay. Vote for you, Zeta. You guys watch it this week for the first time. Yeah. Very first time. Yeah, twice. It's a, it's a lengthy one. It is a 50s winner. We haven't uh, touched the 50s in a little while. I think maybe Bridge and the River Quiet was probably yeah, one of the last 50s one. movie we did. Really covering the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Any thoughts here before we uh, we embark upon the the deep dive for the greatest show on earth? I, I think I got my initial thoughts out there. Jimmy, I love Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart's storyline should have been the actual story. I also think the circus as like an entity is very stupid. <laughs> I went to the circus. Did you have a bad circus experience no, when you were younger? I, I, my parents took me for like my birthday once when I was a kid. They got me popcorn and candy and like this cool sword. And I just remember being super bored the entire time. Like yeah. I just I don't like the entity of it. And it smells. Yeah, it's just it's a stupid thing. It smells like horse dung. Yeah, it's Let's a it's a stupid thing. Yeah. So a movie about the building of it and some like shut up. Like, yeah. Okay. Joey's gonna, uh, was a thing in the fifties. Joey's just let people go netless. Joey's going to be a real tr- trooper biggest, here this evening. That's a big problem. Like you know, oh, we're going to make this movie about the grand circus because everyone loves a circus. And like seventy years later, like no one really gives a we'll shit about circus right. anymore. <laughs> it's tough. It's not like this magical okay. thing anymore. Oh boy! All right, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna do this thing here before we do the uh, the full patented deep dive. Just do a little maybe do a little little plugs for uh, some of the stuff we've had out. We you've followed us on Twitter, you know we completed our, our little tournament circuit season here with uh, wins for the Horror Fest for Shining and wins for the Sub-50 with Airheads. Both of those episodes are live as we speak. A lot of fun. Good those stuff. are our previous episodes that came out. You should check those out. It's uh, a, a lot of fun. We had a blast doing, doing all that Completely stuff. Completely different recording experiences. Both a lot of fun for different reasons. Yeah, and last week's episode was a very special episode for us. It was our return to our pilot episode, we did a little uh, a little relaunch revisit. Awesome. Myself and Artie went back to the scene of the crime where it was first recorded three years ago, and we visited the first movie that we covered, The Departed. A lot of fun. I'm excited to hear that one. Hear you guys just reminisce and yeah. We had a we had a guest, uh, Chauncey Talese, was on to uh, kind of. Uh, uh, Come at us a little bit and put to keep us on our toes. Hold you guys accountable. A little yeah, bit. yeah, and I think the plan is to do that. Is to do that as we go with some of the older ones. Joey, you'll be next on on docket there with the one floor of the cuckoo's nest. Really Return excited. to the cuckoo's nest. Returning. I'm excited. I mean, that was we're coming up on three years since we recorded that. So, yeah. um, you know, just different worlds. The fact that we're sitting here now with microphones and some semblance of an idea of what we're doing that day. Me and you just talking at an iPad. It's yeah, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, and uh, I believe Andrew Corns will uh, will join us yeah. for that. Me and one, him always so. agree on things and just <laughs> not very verbose. So it should be smooth, especially Dune. <laughs> fucking Dune. <laughs> it's not Ozzy. He wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna. Not no, I know the Dune. Ones. The Dune stuff. Yes. So okay. Yeah. So check out all those episodes. We have some fun stuff coming up too. This is new. November is gonna kind of be our Stephen King month. Oh yeah. We have our it episode cool. next week. There'll be a misery episode released on Thanksgiving. I'm gonna kind of. It's kind of our our Thanksgiving tradition to do to do Stephen King. We did Shawshank Redemption, uh, our first season of Thanksgiving. After the year after that, we did Stand by Me. And this year it's misery, so that's going to be stuff. fun, Joe. Me, you, and Chris will tackle that I one again. Wait. Yeah, and then we have a, a Christmas episode coming up for the holiday season too. That's going to be Joey. What's it going to be? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which I have never seen, so I'm interested to, to hop yeah. into that one. That yeah, was a fun so. one. Me, me and Grant kind of getting there because we started off on two very different places in the discussion of what this year's Christmas movie should be. Yeah, lots of fun stuff here as we're kind of approaching the midway point of season four. 
and we head uh, into the into 2023. Gonna be gonna be good stuff ahead. Gonna be good stuff ahead. So I think it's time for the deep dive, guys. Are we ready? Just get it over with. And that's right. <laughs> Hop on the train and let's head yeah. to 1952. And 1952, we haven't had an election year in a while, so we're on it here today. Uh, as we record this just days before Election Day itself. And in 1952, the presidential election saw Dwight D. Eisenhower from the great state of New York defeat Adelaide Stevenson of Illinois, 39 states to nine. Oddly enough, the uh, nine states that Democrat Stevenson won were all southern states, believe it or not. It's uh, Kentucky, West Virginia, North and South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, and Louisiana. Those are the states that the, the Democrat won. Kind of odd, different times. Yeah, I think things 50s. morph has have morphed as far as what the parties North and are. South and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess that was common for back then. It's just very, very different times. Eisenhower, uh, affectionately known as Ike, was widely popular for his leadership in World War II and played off of the unpopularity of former President Harry S. Truman. The 1952 World Series. Well, we have quite a little streak going here in season four. From our Lawrence of Arabia episode all the way through, the Yankees have won the World Series every year that we've covered. <laughs> Oz, you think it continues here in 1952? I don't think. No. It does, my friend. It does? The I Yankees thought this was a little again. late. The Yankees win again. Holy shit. Yes. The Yankees 2022 season may be over, ah, yeah. but their 2022 BPC streak is going to continue another week. When will this shit stop? Well, the- now you have to, now you just have to make season four of the Yankee year. The oh Yankee my God. season. Jesus. Now I'm going to just cover Greatest Show on Earth every week now. How about that? The 1952 World Series saw the three-time defending Bronx Bombers top the Brooklyn Dodgers in seven games to capture their fourth championship in a row. The Yankees have won a World Series in every year that we've covered so far here in Season 4 Best Picture Cast, as I've said. The Yankees were managed by Casey Stengel, who became the second manager in MLB history to win four championships in a row. The other was Yankee manager Joe McCarthy from 1936 to 1939. We've uh, spoken about that before. This was the World Series win number 15 for the Yankees franchise. 15. They think they're sitting on 27 as we speak, right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. Just about at the halfway point there. They had a lot of a lot of success moving forward yeah. here from this. Uh, in Game 7, the Yankees second baseman Billy Martin, who would be a future manager, made a great catch preserving the Yankees' two-run lead. Also, a home run hit by Mickey Mantle during the eighth inning of Game 6 was significant because it was the first of his record 18 career World Series home runs. Yeah, now that's now that's like a postseason. A lot of the, those postseason records are all a little skewed now because of all the rounds. Extra games now, yeah. But the World Series records are, are in effect should, because the series is the stand. series. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, but it's like, you know, you see like... Jose Altuve has every record because he's played. I think he just played in his like 99th playoff, playoff game or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so uh, it's it's a little a little different here these days. But the World Series MVP wouldn't start being awarded until 1955. Huh. The Yankees Hall of Famers on this team included Yogi Berra, Mickey Mantle, gotcha. Phil Rizzuto, and Johnny Mize. Brooklyn Dodger Hall of Famers included Roy Campanella, Gil Hodges, Jackie Robinson, Duke Snyder, and P. We Reese. This era of Yankees, your dad, I'm, Oz, I'm assuming your dad was a big Yankee fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. This, was he lamenting about the uh, about the Yankees when he was a, a kid? Yeah, definitely. But this is a little early for him. 
Okay, you're so scared. your dad's a little. Your dad's probably a little younger. Yeah, this is a little so. little. I, I, he was born in fifty two, if I have that right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. My my dad, I think, is fifty. Uh, he's forty seven. He's he's born in forty seven or, or forty six. Yeah. yeah. So he's a little older. But he he's he remembers these series. Yeah. I, I he mean, was anything, a big, he was a yeah. huge Brooklyn Dodger guy. So yeah, uh, became a Met fan after the Dodgers moved. But, and my dad's a huge Mickey Mantle guy. So. Uh, oh, okay. You know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So he definitely knows. Uh, and knows he'll know. He would know this. He would know this World Series. I even though it was when he, when he was born. I. Yeah, sure. I should have talked to my dad about this one before, but I'll I'll get. Uh, I'll, I usually queue in with him after we've covered it because I you know regurgitate all the info and then it's like all right, where do I go with it? So yeah, but he, this is the, he always used to talk about watching them on the radio, uh, listening to the radio, sure. and the Dodgers would just always lose. Sure. You know, Dodgers Yankees and the Dodgers were just always losing. He's kind of grown to. Grown to root against the Yankees from that, but uh, and then when the Dodgers moved, the Mets start in '62, so it's so about ten gap. years after yeah. this. Yeah, yep. so then they'll. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't off the top of my head. I don't know the specific year the Dodgers leave. I think it's. I think it's in the late '50s. Sure, but uh, the Mets start up in '62, and he came over and went to be a Met fan. I think the Dodgers did get the Yankees once, if I'm not mistaken. I think they got them once before they moved to LA. I think. You're, yeah, I think you're right, Joe. Were you? Uh, you come from a Yankee household? Or oh yeah, my household? dad grew up in the Bronx. He went. Oh, okay. He went to. He walked to the stadium, so he went to games forever. Yeah. Yeah. He has stories about baseball and the Yankees for days. That's nope. a period everyone romanticizes about too, like the Yogi Berra, uh, Mickey, Mickey Mantle. Yeah. You yep. know. Yeah, Phil Rizzuto. It's likable. Yeah. yeah, squad. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like helps the, that they win every. every yeah, that makes race. it easier. A yeah. lot of big personalities winning. <laughs> yeah, the torch passed from DiMaggio to Mantle. Right. The number one Billboard song in 1952 was "Blue Tango" by Leroy Anderson. "Blue Tango" is a rare example of an instrumental track being the top single of the year. What a tough year for yeah. awards. Let me tell you, culture year is low. The music. This is a lackluster year in music, as far as as far as at least the naked eye is concerned, or, or at least my uh, my un, untrained eye for yeah. for fifties music. The artists uh, who topped the charts in nineteen fifty two were Al Martino, Joe Stafford, Frankie Lane, Johnny Ray, and K Star. So I don't know if any of those guys are on your regular playlist. No, there, so. sorry. Yes, fifties is like a odd, forgotten decade of music. Is that? Would that be a correct it thing is, to say? Well, it is. It's the transition to rock and roll, right? So you start getting like Little Richard, and uh, that stuff kicks okay. in. Uh, so, it, but yeah, it's it's like the end of that croony, uh, soft, soft um, song era, you know, of of uh, like Ella Fitzgerald and Bing Crosby, and they're kind of leading into like, yeah, you know, leading into more more rock and roll transition. Grant and RDB would be more qualified to discuss this than me. Oh, of course, know. in their minds, for yeah. sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's more of a shot at Artie than Grant. Grant's getting all salty. Uh, yeah, so, but uh, I'll tell you, this is 1952. is one year before Pennywise strikes, I think, right? Is that uh, 53, I think, is? Yeah. yeah. 53 is the start of uh, the start of the book, so... Uh, another another tie-in to uh, other than just the purpose the clans. Per- perfect yes. all yes. works yes indeed okay the greatest show on earth is the best picture winners directed and produced by Cecil B DeMille the screenplay was by Frederick Frank Barry Lyndon Theodore St John the story was by Frederick Frank Theodore St John and Frank Cavett who we discussed before because he won the Oscar for writing Going My Way. The music was by Victor Young, who also did the music and won the Oscar posthumously for Around the World in 80 Days. Cinematography by George Barnes, who we've talked about before because he photographed and won the Oscar for Rebecca. 
Wow. That's right. Film editing by Anne Botchins. And um, Botchins did Ten Commandments, Cleopatra, both both big epics, and uh, one for Northwest Mounted Police, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, costume design by the legendary Edith Head. We discussed her before on The Sting, and uh, we'll talk about her again on All About Eve. She's won eight Oscars for costume design. So... Greatest Show on Earth is starring Charlton Heston, Betty Hutton, Dorothy L'Amour, Gloria Graham, Corneal Wilde, and Jimmy Stewart. Nominated for five Oscars, the winner of just two, Best Picture and Best Writing Screenplay. Nominated for but did not win Best Director, Cecil B. DeMille. Best Costume Design, Edith Head. Best Film Editing, Anne Botchins. Not on the IMDb 250. I'm sure you're very outraged, Joe, uh, about this. Yeah, Destroy it. <laughs> well, it would have been a it would have been another opportunity for you to bury the IMDb 250 list. Yeah, as, you know they finally got one right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, guys, the greatest show on earth here. We've already kind of started hot here with this one. No, we didn't really uh, we didn't really hide our cards on this one. No. I, I will say before we go into it, this is a very popular choice for the number quote unquote number 94. This is this is the last one on a lot of people's lists. You know, we talked about we talked about a few movies who who kind of occupy that spot. Uh Tom Jones is one, Oliver is another one. Cavalcade, Gigi, Cavalcade is a yeah. very very popular one. Broadway, Broadway Melody. Melody. Uh even GG you see on the the lower end of things, but Greatest Show is one that people always bring up as this is the worst best picture. So, why is that? Why is that? Why do we, we think Because it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Again, Jimmy Stewart. Great. I love Jimmy Stewart. Charlton Heston. I'm not the biggest Charlton Heston fan, but but he's good in this. Um, he's got a great voice. He, the movie's stupid. I, I just don't care about any of it. You have this story of a guy on the run from a mercy killing that is not the story. Uh, before I, I have a thought, I have a thought, but I, I was going to go to you. Why yeah, do you think this is? Why do you think this is last on a the, lot of people's list? The, and we, we spoke about it a little bit already. The subject matter is bad. Mm-hmm. It's it's not an interesting subject matter anymore. If it ever was, yeah. The love the love letter to the circus. It's not made well. The the cutting in and out of the documentaries is is it's not does not make for a good movie. And I, I agree, Jimmy Stewart, Charleston Heston, they're they're good actors. Uh, they weren't good in this movie. How familiar are you guys with Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Pretty familiar, Pretty familiar. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So you know when they go to, to watch the, the movies and the cartoons and Roger's all, you know, he's watching Goofy and he's like, oh, Goofy, he's a genius, you know. And then it cuts to the newsreel and he's like, no, the news, no. Yeah, That's how I felt. Call. That's Great how I call. felt watching this movie. Yeah, I felt like Roger. Like, yeah. like, oh, God. It's like... And watch as they build the circus. All the people who never get noticed. They watch the, the thing. Da, 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 da. It's like, oh my God. And, not, and then we had to see the procession in around every time with all the costumes. Like all things that had nothing to do with anything except testing our patience. It's a love letter to the circus, Joe. I don't care. That, that's the pro- <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the problem. You know, to do something to like uh, space <sighs> exploration. Right, that'll stand the test of time. Yeah, um, I'll say this though. Now, I while I'm watching this this time around, and I I gotta admit I didn't remember a whole lot. Like you, Joey, you kind of said in, in jest before because you didn't remember that the documentary the circus. You're a thousand percent right. I didn't remember that at all. At all, at all. It's not memorable. I actually my first viewing of this, most of my memories of it are relatively positive because 
I went in knowing that people hated it. So oh, I was like, oh, this is going to be rough. And I found myself pleasantly entertained by, you know, I, I still dig the trapeze stuff a little bit. It's like, you know, uh, there, there's enough to, to, to occupy the eye with that. And there's like the, there's a couple sub stories. There's a couple stars in there. So I was I was at least entertained while watching it the first time. This time, little bit of a little bit of a drag. Right? I will say this though: we have a Twitter question from Maggie from Best Pictures uh, podcast, who read my mind. I don't think that, that in in the same way that my mind was going, but just kind of, you know, she asked like, "Isn't there a?" a we'll, we'll get to the Twitter question later, specifically, but basically saying there's a there's a good movie in here. Yeah, the Jimmy Stewart and, story. Yeah, and I, in not just the Jimmy Stewart story, in my opinion. I you know I think that she kind of was was focusing more on the trapeze artist and maybe like a going with like a, a deeper love story. Now I I look at it. I think there is a good movie in here. I think that this could be done right if you go with kind of like a darker project, you know. And and you got to lose the, the the documentary stuff doesn't work. I no. think we've all agreed on that. That's that's real. And give us dated one parade. And, you know we need everyone. We didn't need a new parade every city. We didn't need one parade, Joe. No, but if, if it's a love story like you keep I'm saying, not. fine, it could have one. Unless my team is celebrating a championship, I don't want to be at a parade, okay? Like, uh, like, no, parades are also stupid. Yes, okay. <laughs> um, all right, so so the best version, I think the best version of this and the movie that we covered together that jumped out in my head watching this, the best version of this is The Grand Hotel. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But with the circus instead of a standing. No, hotel. I mean I'm not talking not the specific subject matter. I'm not sure, but just how they move the stories, the, yeah. the stars, trying to make you know have them weave together. If you, Lou, imagine if you had a noirish style movie based around a traveling circus, and we have a we have a darker tone. We have we have um, we have Nightmare Alley, higher stakes. You, you, Nightmare Alley definitely came to mind for sure. It did. But that's a carnival, so that's a little sure. a little different. So carnivals and, and just in, in themselves are darker and right. grittier. It's a darker, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Creepier. But you can, but you can. I don't, I don't. This, I don't need the circus to be like Rob Zombie's circus. Like the yeah. circus could be like a happy circus, but just with the the performers focusing on their demons and their struggles and their issues. Like I think that bringing in a star trapeze artist and having a conflict between your current star. And then having a guy who won't take his clown makeup off because of a, a mysterious past, and then a guy who has to try to run this whole show and keep it going. That's there's enough to make a movie out of that. Everything I just said, you can make a movie out of that, which they did, but they, you know, they did it in in they a failed. Cecil B. Cecil B. DeMille style, whatever this is, you know. So you just you gotta have an you gotta have you, you don't need like protagonist and antagonist to tell a good story, but you gotta have some kind of conflict. Right. And there really wasn't a, a conflict. It was all ham fisted in the last half hour of this right. movie, basically. And the, the, the trapeze conflict resolved itself in eight seconds. And, that, and it was yeah. just fake and nothing. There was no substance to it. They were rooting for each other more than anything while fighting over the center. It was so... Even that first conversation with Sebastian, he's this like, oh, bad guy. But he's like, no, no, you could have it. Like, yeah. it's dumb well, off it's, the bat. It's clumsily executed. Yeah, but you could do a story there. Sure, they didn't do it, but yes, no, they a, didn't. A but competent it, but person could absolutely make a story out of this. It, you could, you could envision a story where you have your current rising star, female trapeze artist, who who's ready to break out and become a new star, but in a struggling circus that needs money and needs to bring in a name, needs to bring. I mean, you, it doesn't even need to be a circus. You can bring this in any kind of way. Play, and they're forced to fight for the center ring, and in turn. 
fall in love with each other and then there's an injury or whatever goes from there. Like there's that's a that's a movie. I don't think you're wrong. It's just you're you're changing so much about did, this how much movie. Of, how much of that? How much of did, that I said really changed anything at all? But they didn't do any of that. In this but movie. all of that is in the movie. All that everything is, I just said is in the movie. It's trying to be. In they the didn't. Movie. They didn't properly develop it. They didn't properly focus on it. And they, it, it wasn't. It wasn't fleshed out. Yeah. It was just. It was real. Literally, what I just said is what was just happened. Like they they brought in the new guy. They thought they quickly fell in love. He got hurt. Left. Came back. Bond. That was it. You know, like it, it, it was not handled with any depth because they were too busy showing us parades and showing us uh, shots of the crowd looking at the in suits. So I think the general rising star new person come with the trapeze artist comes mm-hmm. in is, is a pretty decent story to tell. While it's a little generic, but it's like, you know, that, that story you can tell. I do not agree about the Jimmy Stewart story. I, the, the clown wearing the, the makeup to hide. I just I, I don't envision a situation that's a good movie. I just don't. I you know the the mercy killing doctor who thinks he's going to be recognized. Like I think if anything, and you have somebody like Jimmy Stewart, I think that's where the focus should be. Because listen, people do run to the circus. Like that's a thing, right? Yeah. The. The fact that he's always in the makeup is a little silly. Yes, fine. So but like, I think that's the only savable thing in here. Well, like, yeah, I guess maybe I'm feeling a little silly now because actually this time around I was pretty intrigued because I didn't remember how it ended. So I'm like, I didn't remember why he was wearing the makeup. I got like, and I'm like, kind of like, oh yeah, this is like, this is weird. Why doesn't he take the makeup off? It's kind of an odd and quirky then she thing. Finds it's that like, paper. oh, there's a dark past, and there's a. So I, I'm gonna disagree just in the sense that I yeah. think that the right filmmaker could at least. I don't know if he can make a Best Picture winner out of it, but no. I, I think he could at least make an entertaining film I, I, for the 2022 audience. Maybe not. You know, you know. Listen, rising star competition, like those things work. The Jimmy Stewart thing, you could go darker. Overall, just it, the execution here was so bad. Even if you're right, I'm having a hard time agreeing with you. Mm. I don't. I don't want to keep going in circles with the, the the clown makeup thing, but I I don't see a scenario in which you have a story where someone won't take their makeup off and you're not immediately keyed into like this guy's running within Oz, the first five seconds Oz, he's a method clown <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean like if you if you're watching the show and like the, immediately guys like i never take off my makeup you're like well you're probably hiding right away there's no there's no way to make that good no. it's time for a background check yeah. on you my friend <laughs> You know, they made it that like, oh, everybody loves you so much to try to get away from it, to and save it a little man, bit. man, did they hammer you with the foreshadowing in this? Well, oh my, oh, I mean, when she finds boy. the paper about a 10-year story, oh it's like, and he's yeah. oh, or the first time when she wraps something up and she's like, oh, it's like a cast and it just cuts to his face for three seconds. Like, oh. come on, what were they doing? Mm. Okay, so I'm going to yeah. steal a line from our, our, our friends from Below Freezing. What did we drink to get through this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is one where it might qualify for their show. Uh, okay, so, uh, Joe, what are, you, what are you drinking here this evening? Uh, so, like last week at Airheads, um, local brewery, Garvey's Point, just north, about 20 minutes north of where we're sitting right now. It's the Sour Batch White Grape Dry Hopped Sour Grape Ale. Just a really, really good sour. Outstanding. And you know what? I'll, I'll segue to myself here because I got a sour, too. I got the uh, the Juicy Fruit from Radiant Pig Craft Beers. It's a New York City brewery. It's a good beer, good brewery. It's a very, very good beer. We've had this uh, on tap at the at the place I work at. It's a sour ale with pink guava, papaya, and ginger. I figure Juicy Fruit, you know, it's kind of like uh, 
like a cotton candy-ish sort of thing that yeah, you'd, put, you'd put on there. Yeah, and it's got a nice sour. So uh, Radium Pig does great work. Great beer. Uh, yeah, an excellent brewery. Uh, you know, if there's, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know if it travels outside of New York State and if you can get it in other states, but if you, you see it, give it a shot. It's, it's good stuff. Um, Oz, what did you go with here today? Uh, to get through this movie, I was drinking whiskey, and to get through talking about this uh, movie, I'm drinking whiskey as well. <laughs> My favorite. I found Buffalo Trace. Not that easy to find. Oh, yeah. So, um, my yeah. wife watched this with me. She doesn't watch a lot of these with me. And um, I was drinking whiskey while watching it. And one of her lines was, I don't see Greg watching this. I don't know how he's going to watch this. <laughs> yeah, she's right. She knows me. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, Joey texted the group, instead of picking a quote for the movie, can I just quote my wife while watching this movie? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> She was the most entertaining part of this. She had me rolling. Oh, man. The wives are the, are the real unsung heroes here at Best Picture Cast having to... Having to put up with some of this stuff. I, I can't imagine Katie would be a trooper on this one. No. No, no. she might kick Grant out. Yeah, Grant, Grant, Grant would probably I think he's going to struggle with this one. Everybody he's is. not going to like this. I don't know. I wouldn't yeah, be so quick to say. to say that. I wouldn't be so quick to say that. This he might loves be, this, Jimmy Stewart. This, this is going to be the one Grant gets <laughs> mad at us all about at the next rankings episode. Yeah, it it could be. Well, you, you never the, know. I mean, listen, I'm I'm not I'm not expecting Grant to to die on this hill. Nah, here, but no. I'm just saying I'm not so quick to say that he's going to hate this. Artie is going to want answers. He's going yeah. to want. He's not going to finish this. He's movie. going to want payment. Well, yeah. he's not going to watch it. He's going to. Well, that's true. He's going to. He's going to read the synopsis on the way to the rankings. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to be upset with you on this one. Yeah, yeah this is. He's going to want some some compensation on this one <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, we, he's going to have. But the problem is, he's going to have to watch the three hour version on Pluto. Uh, yeah, jeez, oh, is that is it is it on Pluto? Yeah, it's three hours with commercials. I rented it because I couldn't deal with this for three hours. I mean, yeah, the commercials with this one, yeesh, yeesh. So I, ha- I had to this watch like commercials already in the movie, basically. I know. With these real with real <laughs> shots. I went to the local library. I have a great library behind me that has like a, just an intense catalog of movies. It pretty much have everything. It's very rare that I go there and don't find something. That's great. Yeah, it even had Airheads, which was one that there's uh, only we, three on Long Island. Yeah, you know, it's one of the spots that has it. So. Yeah, they take a lot of pride over there and what what they have out. Uh, Oz, how, how are you? Did you just, did you just do a, an Amazon rent? Yeah, yeah. Amazon rent. Just because it was yeah. The, I didn't want it to be three hours with the commercials on the free stuff. Yeah, like tough. committing five hours to this was was tough. Like six hours would have just felt mean to myself. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh good, tack all the it content on top of it too. Happily, so. I watched all yeah. the it stuff twice. Happily, yeah. yeah. Oh God! All right, so let's let's uh, let's talk Heston here. We, we haven't really talked a lot of Young Heston. Heston. Did you guys know he was in this coming into nope. this? No, yeah, I didn't either. Believe it or not, I totally forgot he was in this thing. Like That's I knew awesome. the Jimmy Stewart clown stuff. I, I completely forgot that Heston was the lead in this. So when I pressed play and saw Charlton Heston, I'm like, oh shit, nice, nice little pleasant surprise here. And he, I'll say, he kind of got me through this thing a little bit you know just it was like even if i wasn't enamored with the content i kind of dug his delivery and it's it's early hessen it's pre he's young pre ben her pre planet of the apes pre commandments you know so it's it's he he gets way more hestony as he goes on so this is kind of a dial back charlton heston but always always fun to see him stomping around the screen you know i i, I have no complaints about him i agree there were points where i like would have tapped out but he kept me in but i felt bad for him sometimes where it's just like He's playing high level sports, and they were just playing dice in the corner. Yeah, yeah, it it did kind of play a little bit like like one of those um those mid market teams have just randomly have a little money to spend, so they give way too much money to to someone, and they comes in and just and he just does his it, yeah. yeah does his thing on like a ninety loss team. You and know? realistically, if we're ranking his 
his performances. This is definitely low, but I think that's the movie's fault, not his fault. Yeah, I think the script is just so bad. Yeah. You know, even even the, the good ones, there comes a point where even the good ones can't Right, make you can't a, make it. Make it great. This is a this is a particularly tough script to defend. I it's will say awful. that. Part of me wanted to like time machine recast '60s Heston into this movie yeah, <laughs> as a, the same role. Just yeah. like I wanted him to dial it up to ten and just be like we need full calendar years for I know the this... circus. How can you expect to get a circus performer to join for half a year? '60s Heston would have turned you down for this <laughs> yeah. one for sure. Yeah. He would have. He That's actually. Per- I don't, you know, sixties Heston needs a ring. I didn't you know. know that, I didn't know there was a subdued Heston, but man, yeah, that's what this was. And he, he's good. He, you know, his voice. He's he's just. Listen, you know, we where keep- are the damn dirty apes? Ugh. Where are they? Oh man, I can't wait to get to the train accident. Um, which which basically started when I hit play. It was fun to have him in here. Uh, I, the female lead here. I'll move right into her. Betty Hutton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Betty Hutton played Holly. Thoughts on Betty Hutton here? I thought her acting was 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 pretty terrible in this. Other than the physical stuff, she did great. Yeah. Now, the Joe, stunts, I kind of leaned stuff. on you, was leaning on you for this one. Were there body doubles for this? No, tri- they all learned how to do. So she. No way. Yeah. No, that was Cornette, so. So Cornell Wilde was doing the trapeze stuff. Yeah, I mean they had a net and stuff, but yeah. The Cornell Wilde and how, they did it. Oh. So I think that gives her a lot because yes. her talking to people was like me going to Japan and talking to people. <laughs> me in English, them in Japanese. But the trapeze stuff was very impressive. Uh, okay, all right. So I, I did not know that. So that honestly, that in itself is going to add to my evidence for this not being number 94. 89 because is good. There's, a, there's nothing that it's was asked very, of anyone no. in Chariots of Fire or Broadway Melody or... Tom Jones that equates to anything no, like it, that. It was I very mean, impressive. Like physically, like they did the work, they learned it. Like so, a lot of it, they all forgot to learn. There was words that they had to say, <laughs> but they learned the trapeze. They did it, and I think they did a really good job of it. I don't. Again, trapeze, cool. Fucking kids do that on swings. But she uh, looked great too. Yeah, hundred percent. Like she looked. I believe that she could. She swing looked her athletic. Body with, she yes, looked strong. Yes, like yeah. they didn't. You know. She looked like someone who's going to be able to hold that rope and pull up without her shoulder mm-hmm. coming out because she could hold herself up. Right. Yeah, the acting was was lackluster for sure out of her. I mean, it was kind of noticeably bad. There there was um, a, a distinct lack of chemistry between her and Cornel. Yeah. Um, and I don't really fully blame it on him. This was kind of like, for me, it was like a... I mean, listen, when there's a lack of chemistry, you had to put it on both people a little bit. But I think he did kind of do the suave kind of schmoozer coming in, the, the player. I, th- I thought he he at least played that role a little bit. For like a second. Um, yeah. And then I don't he's know. like, oh, I'm in love with you. Like, it was yeah. Just, I just, there was I, no commitment to any characterization. It was just he's this guy driving in and the cops, he pays off the cops, but then he's in love with her and he's over it. That scene was actually kind of funny. I, I, I like, couldn't I like follow the, that. I'll go to jail. Stuff. I'll go to jail. You know, you're not going to have me for 60 days. You might as well pay these cops off. Like, I, I actually kind of did. Oh, we'll come, we're gonna come back to that. I did like the intro to him. Yeah, we'll yeah. that was funny. That might come up in the nitpick. But then zone. they changed it. Like, then his character changed all of a sudden. I didn't quite understand the, the love be square. Because when you don't give us tremendous yeah. lack of chemistry, yeah. tremendous lack across the board yeah. with yes. all of the people, 100%. it was tough like, to figure out. None of these people should be together. Yeah, no, no, unless they're going to perform a circus, you know, which 
which they can do. I just don't want to be attending right. in attendance for it. There was one. There was one point during the big trapeze back and forth, and they kept focusing in the crowd on this dad in a suit, just like happily munching popcorn, and the most bored-looking kid ever. I related with that kid to a degree that I didn't believe. <laughs> There's a Betty Hutton, kind of a thin filmographer, so I'm guessing she was probably more of a gymnast than a yeah, than an actress. So you know, greatest show on earth is. She she does the greatest show on earth TV series a little <laughs> later on in 1964. I know Joey, you're you're queuing that one up. That's definitely surprised you to make us watch yeah. that one. We're not you're not going to watch Lost, The Wire, Sopranos, but you are going to watch Greatest Show on Earth the TV series. Yeah, it's, I'm just difficult like that. Yeah, she, but so like she does Greatest Show on Earth and only has another eight credits or so after that, and there wasn't like a whole ton before this. Uh, she's an Annie Get Your Gun, I think was probably another big credit. So, uh, you know, not not a big time actress, but I guess someone who could pull off the physicality of it. And I don't want to discount that. I mean, that's no, uh, that's that's, that's impressive. impressive. It's that's really impressive. impressive, man. I mean, I can't. Yeah. You could hop up on the trapeze, Joe. I mean, come I on. I would. It would fail, but I'd try. <laughs> what did you? What was you? You um, trying to do the airplane and. In the, the from American in Paris, right? You trying to do the, oh the my god, I ate shit so yeah, hard. Your, your son just laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, yep. I fell face first in my kitchen. Cornel Wilde. So Joe, you're already kind of throwing Cornel into the bus. The great Sebastian. You know, he had a wrestler style entrance, which cool. Came in hot. Yeah, but the problem was his character changed every scene. There was no motivation. There was no substance. It was just like, oh, I'm this now. Okay, now I have to be this, so I'm just going to be that, and. Who? How do I give a shit if you don't make sense? Yep. That entrance, I guess, is the scene of the movie for me. I suppose if I have to, I'm forced to pick one, right? Yeah, you are. Yeah, forced I have to pick, to pick one. one. So yeah, you I, have to I, pick I, one. I suppose his because his entrance came on pretty good, but then he was like, kind, like they didn't even make him any kind of like jerk. He was like kind of an all right guy, right? There was just yeah. didn't, he was fine. Like, he kind of oozed of like soap opera star. Sure, you know, it was very like substanceless. Yeah, yeah. but I, I I don't think the script did anyone favors no. here. Yeah. I do think he's a charismatic person, and I just think this gave him no shot. What at makes doing you think it. that? He seemed like I wanted. I'm just to, curious. I'm not I to genuinely to like when he pulled in. I was like, oh, I'm, this yeah. is I'm gonna. Because I was bored already. So I was like, oh, this is the guy that's going to pull me in. And then he changed. Then he's given away the center stage already. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't care about this guy. Then he comes in his like, in his like uh, Ricky the Steamboat gear. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And then I don't care anymore. I thought he had some game. I don't. They're all boring. (laughs) Boring is such a lazy thing to say. And I never say it on here. But it's justified here. Watch as they assemble the circus tent. Right. And then through take it rain down. and through shine, the oh. circus workers march on to the next day. I have a question. What is the, where is the, did they say what the location was of this? Do we have a general part so, of the country? So they showed the map. So they, okay. were in, they were in Florida at that beginning, like at the, um, where mm-hmm. they were getting ready. Yeah. And then the map was the north. It looked like it started in New York. Okay. And then it went up. So, you know, nor- you know, upstate New York. Then it looks like it went just through like the north of America. Like oh, right, so this is kind of like a, like a, a northeast like mid- type like, of deal. Like New York through the middle Midwest. Got it. Got it. Okay. Is from the map. Who knows how consistent the map was because why they were going all the way from Florida all the way to New York then to turn left. Doesn't super make sense that they would just skip the entire south when they're trying to make money and that's an unnecessary expense, but... Yeah, I had a little hard time following that myself. I, I do, just, I guess there's a lot of circus workers, actual authentic service workers in this. There's a lot of people who credit yeah. it as themselves. Right. Yeah. And I mean, listen, they, they say they were traveling with 1,400 people. Um, so it's a lot of people putting it on. I don't care about them, but 
Yeah, big production. Right. Which is a Cecil B. DeMille kind of That's the one, I, the one documentary type scene that I didn't hate was the one we were just making fun of, the one of <laughs> them setting up the, uh, the the circus. Like, that's somewhat like, all right, cool. There's some behind the scenes. In a vacuum, people, yeah. that's fine. But and we saw it four times. I, yeah, oh, agreed. But I, that would, you know, that actually my quote of the movie is from one of those where it's, when they're setting up, it's one mistake, one bit of careless, carelessness will cost someone their life. I'm like, all right, that's all right. That's got, that's got some substance to it. There's one point watching this thing. I mean, I'm not going to take, oh, I wear my clown makeup because I am a clown and I'm in character. Whatever the hell Jimmy Stewart says. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm wow, not going to use okay, that you one. Just, you just shadow my quote of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do have a Jimmy Stewart quote. I got it. Right here. I have a Jimmy Stewart quote of mine. Good. Yeah, um, we'll see if they're the same one, Joe. So I have <laughs> clowns are funny people. They only love once. That's eh, okay. It was yeah, a great line. Very early on, you know. So I was still had some some semblance of some enthusiasm hope. for this thing. Yeah, mine's at the end, and it's really dark. Oh, mm-hmm. well, it's from, on brand. It, yeah, it's from Buttons. It's. Tell Holly I'll be keeping a date with that girl. Oh, that means he's getting the death penalty. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Right, it's the only interesting getting... thing that any human said in that movie. Wow, that went over my head. Yeah, that's yeah. what I caught as as he's probably he's he's probably he's, he's telling like I'm going to get the death. But like, what did he? All right, so let's 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 finish our Jimmy Stewart clown buttons the clown thing. What did he do? He mercy killed her. She was sick and okay. he euthanized her. Okay, that gets the death penalty at this time uh, in Florida, maybe. According to this director, yeah, probably. I mean. You know, we don't know how sick she was. We're yeah. assuming consent because his mom is supporting. So we're going to... So and he's not uh, a bad guy. So we're going to assume that she said, hey, kill me. And he gave... Like, I, I'm giving the movie too much credit in doing this. And I understand that. But based off the fact that he's clearly not a bad guy, they even make the FBI guy like him. They His mom's there supporting him. So everything is leads me to believe that his wife said, please, I'm sick. Fucking, you have the know-how, kill me. And it got out of hand on him. I actually gave this movie a tremendous amount of credit for not doing a cop out happy ending with the Buttons character. Sure, okay, you know, because like I, I when I got to it, I'm like, all right, when is the cop going to be like, you know what, I'm going to count to three and close my eyes, and you can run off into the distance or something. Like they didn't do that. Like the movie just ended. It's like, oh wow, he's he's getting hauled he's off. He's got the death penalty. Yeah, the date with the girl. He's saying that the the girl's he, the dead girl, and the date is yeah. So he's saying, tell Holly that I'm keeping a date with the girl. So what he's saying was that he's going to see his wife again. Yeah, that's wow. how. That's what I caught it as well. Yeah. That's wow. what I think. I mean, Jeez. are we right? Well, <laughs> I think that's the only thing because in this movie of just kind of words and no. sentences in a vacuum that n- never pay off, it's the only thing that makes sense. He's in handcuffs. He's not fighting it, and he's a, been kind of resigned to his fate throughout. He knew the what whole it was movie. being like, on the run. He knew he, he, knew he was going to get it's exhausting. Yeah, being on the run, it kind of adds to your sentence a little bit too. It's exhausting. Yeah. yeah, well, because now you're 10 years plus. Probably almost gotten caught like a bunch of times. Probably every you know? city because, you know, any one person does something stupid in a clown, in a circus. Now you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. A train, a train crashes and. Right. You know. They were much quicker to, t- to strap people to the chair back then. Whenever yeah, this and I mean, place, you know, Florida, we're assuming he's from Florida. Is this supposed to take place in the 50s? Is it. I would think so. I think so. So, yeah, it was pretty yeah. true to time, I think. But again, we're I'm making a lot of assumptions based off the way Jimmy Car- Jimmy Stewart's character was and the way people reacted to him that the movie did not do a good job of telling. Right. I'm just trying to put things together as Yeah, we go well, right I now. mean, listen, I mean, we beat so many movies over the head for telling too much, so let's give that's this movie a little bit of credit for kind of being subtle. And I think a, a little bit of that probably has to do with code and Well, that's you, a big you, part of it. Yeah, it's the you, code, like they the can't politics go of the time. They yeah, can they, can't yeah, go they dark. have to keep it light. Yeah, and yeah, you kind of talked me into a, that. That story's 
I think that story yeah. can be substantial. Nah, I, I liked it. I actually liked it. Like I'm not. Um, I liked Charlton Heston's character through parts of the movie, and I liked the Jimmy Stewart yeah. storyline. Jimmy Stewart kept me in the whole. I also I love Jimmy Stewart, but that kept me in. I just Charlton Heston's a cat like a personality. Whether his character, there was times his character made no sense. He strayed from the from the radar. Oh so, yeah, yeah. But in the beginning, like when he's like trying to make this thing happen and trying to get this full year schedule, like I was kind of appreciating him. It's like anyone who's kind of been in charge of a business or in charge of like a group of people and running it like it's oh, it, sure. Um, but the way they did it here, the beginning, it's just a bunch of like talking heads screaming generic business terms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess they're the, the people funding it. It's like let's bring it back to. I mean, you guys have covered a lot of movies at this point, so we mm-hmm. can keep bringing it back to, to of other course. movies. It's of course, kinda, it, it's kind of like the around the world thing. Like a bunch of guys just like we're betting on something. It's like that's kit. The explanation is so. This so is a little thin. better than that though, because this is this is has some know. tangibility. This is like these are the f- people financing the circus, and you he has to. to he's the middleman of of. Being able to get fit this thing into the budget, you got to try it. to build his reputation as like this no nonsense guy who gets things. Done. But you got to do everything for that to be like a good story. They don't, they don't give you anything. I'll, we don't do this a whole lot here, but I'll I'll put you guys on the spot. Let's talk around the world in eighty days versus the greatest show on earth. Okay, because there are some oh yeah things you can compare. Yeah, I the like two. the the um. A lot of the circus stuff reminded me of the bullfighting yeah. scene. Everything yep. going way too long. Yeah. I, I totally thought of the bullfighting scene yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Comparing the two, what's the first thing that kind of comes to mind in that in that showdown, Joe? If the two are in You front don't have to lock into a ranking here. No, this but is if, just we're kicking out ideas. If the two are in front of me right now, for some reason, the only thing my TV can play right now, I'm watching around the world. Wow. I, I will lock into Around the World being, wow. being a, a better rank. See, um, I hold that extra hour very, very sacred. And uh, I'm okay, sorry. Yeah. That's sure. I'll take two and a half hours of greatest show over three and a half hours of around the world. If if my choices are an extra hour of a very entertaining passport two or Phyllis trying to her hardest to sing a song for the third time, we're going past part two. <laughs> I think the, the, the chemistry and the there is actual chemistry. There's 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 chemistry in the around the world cast and interactions, and there's none here. And, and it, it, the moving of the worlds, you know, this is a movie that's supposed to be a, a traveling circus that never feels like it travels. I'm going to correct myself too. Around the world in eighty days is only two hours and fifty five minutes. It just feels like four and a half hours. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's only twenty five minutes of your life you get back. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just tough. I think around the world looks a little better. It does. Visually. I think the story makes more sense, but also there's much richer origin text from it. Like, this greatest show is a bad script. I think Around the World is just a script more focused on visuals than story, but I think there's a story there. Yeah. What, what do you think about showdown. the... Uh, I'm leaning towards Greatest Show, personally. I think when we get to the rank, because I have actually... I want to give a couple questions back to you. Cool. When we actually All right, great. The rankings. great. I'll get negative now. Yeah. Why are there musical numbers in this? Who? Hold on. The- Before you answer that question. Why are there fucking musical numbers in this? Why? Why? I think he was... I think they were trying to make it this grand spectacle. That's all I can Joe? come up with. If you're going to put musical numbers, you have to put people with talent to do them. <laughs> They were a fucking brutal waste of time. You didn't answer his question at all. 
Joey, I don't want to like it's we're, we're doing because the there's job no of, purpose. It's bad. It's bad. It's like oh look, these people in the circus do it, <laughs> but they're not the circus good. and see yeah. us. Dance. The worst. There's monkeys I mean, and there's tigers and there's people with purple pants. Why did they play that song twice? Uh, why did they play? I, why I, did they play it once? Right. It, this this movie deserved no music because it again. Circus is stupid, but. The circus isn't a musical no, well, thing. Yeah, there's I, the doo doo doo. I hate bleeding into the nitpick zone here, but it's like movies it's that really it's impossible. very hard not to. There isn't musical numbers at circuses. Am I exactly. wrong with no, that? There's you not. Don't, people don't break out into song and dance at the circus. This was, but again, this is kind of my whole criticism of the movie where nothing really makes sense. They're just like, idea, idea, idea. It's all super shallow, nothing fleshed out, no reason to do anything. I think uh, DeMille was trying to put something on screen that is like a hybrid of watching a movie and being at the circus. Cause obviously he holds a circus in like a high regard and he wanted people to appreciate the actual circus. Hence the, all the scenes and the music. He's You're, playing to 1950s Hollywood. Okay. But yeah. then my point of not answering Kieran's question is, is valid <laughs> here. Then if that's what he's trying to do, you have to make it good. Oh yeah. I don't. I, well, it wasn't good. No, like it's, Essentially, like make, be, paying me to go out and sing. Like, it's fucking, it would be atrocious. I did appreciate seeing Jimmy Stewart sing, though. I love Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. So it was nice seeing him. It was a very brief moment, but it was nice seeing him sing. On a, on a weird trampoline with just people clapping. Yeah. The scene was horrible. That it was, was nice a bizarre scene. It was so bad. I can't believe nobody tore Do you think ACL Jimmy Stewart scene. walked out of there and was like, ooh. I think Jimmy Stewart was like, what's going on with my career? I think he cashed a paycheck. Yeah, it's true. He's He's in a best picture winner. He wiped that clown makeup off and went right to the bank and he was fine. Doing just fine. So there was a point watching this movie where they are setting up for a parade. They're putting together the floats. They're putting together the Mother Goose float. And they're spending a lot of time doing this. Oh, parade three. And I'm saying to myself, why are we spending so much time showing us how to put together parade floats. Like, I, I, I mean, I get it. Maybe you want to, you're trying to say, you're trying to say, okay, you know, this, it isn't just this thing. There's a lot that goes into it. Fine. Or I'm kind of reconciling this for myself. I'm like, all right, I guess you show us how to put together the floats. You show us as a parade and you move on. I was not expecting an entire fucking parade that mm. they showed us with fucking Alice in Wonderland and Mother Goose. And we, we watched an entire parade and now i'm sitting here saying you know what let's go back to the making of the floats and stop showing us these goddamn floats here this is this is painful brutal just a waste of time like just nothing and if it's about the spectacle it did not land agreed no that didn't land at all yeah it wasn't it wasn't larger than life no right exactly it felt very small oh boy okay uh i i do think if we ever do video here at best picture cast you know and have like a like our, our episodes on youtube Every time someone tells a joke or does something mildly impressive, I want to like cut to pictures of the audience in the greatest show on earth, just kind of watching and like <laughs> yeah. licking their just licking like their candy apple, yeah, in. licking their candy apple, like shaking the hand, then go back to Artie. You know who is thing. one in the crowd? Yes. Yeah. Who? No. 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 Your boy. My boy. Who? Bing. Bing is in there. Bing's wow, in the he's crowd. just chilling in the background. Yeah, he's crying because it's so bad. <laughs> so is Bob Hope. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Bob I mean, Hope if you have there. Bob Hope's in there too, yeah. I mean, why not give them a line or two? I guess it wasn't in the. Wasn't you in have the... fucking Bing Crosby and Bob Hope, and you just put them on like the fourth row. They yeah. probably did it as a favor. They probably didn't weren't paid or anything. Yeah. But no. but focus on them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. cool. No, they had them and they disguised them and put them in the background. You know, it's like you got these two guys, just like they did with Jimmy Stewart. Right. You know? It's it's like, all right, how can we really not focus on the yeah. really, really famous, really likable people that we have helping? Oh boy. What I, do you guys think about the shady concession guy? Oh, Nothing, right? So I don't I don't know that I could talk about this without the nitpick zone, but it was okay. really dumb. Yeah, I just want to make sure we cover the So the traveling mobster with yeah. one lackey it's just an odd who gets Klaus the next worst character which they were they were trying to link that into the end I guess right yeah because that's how they had to get to a train they crash had, so they again, got to the train though, there's a story there though if if, if Charlton Heston is trying to well if you're again not the whole movie this is a stretch but if you're <laughs> no if, if Charlton Heston is trying to keep a clean circus and wants to keep these gambling carnies off of the fringe of it that's a, that's something you can add to all the other things we talked about. No? Yeah. I, I thought there was, I thought, I mean. It didn't make not sense, to, Not though. to like kind of, not not to kind of like bleed I mean, into my scene you, of the movie, you but you know, about... my scene of the movie is Charlton Heston beating the shit out of the guy who's rigging Harry, the games. Well, I mean, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, because the guy was the worst. Harry is one of the most clear LVPs we've ever had if it wasn't for someone else. Yes. Like we had, this was just like I want to see like the Joey LVP workshop. Yeah. It's like it's like a chemistry lab of yeah. him, and he's like, like ah, I found no, the, it's first, the, Charlie, the perfect combination. It's the Charlie yeah. Day meme. Yeah. He's like reading through it, and like, just like a psycho Charlie Day meme. I was thinking more Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, the Gobstopper Factory. Like I found yeah. it. It's Ellison again. I figured it out. The everlasting Ellison. It just doesn't make sense. Charlton Heston's character knows exactly what Harry is. Why would he let him on in the beginning? Like he's not surprised this happens when he beats him. Well, they're him not up. like There's they're no on death. the fringe though. They're but setting up their character. stands outside. But it's still his circus. He knows exactly what it is. This I, guy who's I, I supposed it, to be in I may charge. be wrong. I took it as he's focused on the circus, and as the circus comes to town, it's this big event, and and this syndicate comes in and kind of like sets up their it's shops. Not a syndicate. Out. It's Harry. It's with no, there's he's in that little like there's like a like a mob. There's like a little like like uh, it was like, Henderson and Harry, and the other guy was one of the circus. Well, the guy kind of suggests he goes. What he, he says like I haven't yet to lose a battle or whatever. Charles Manson says like I've I haven't stood I haven't stepped down from a fight yet. And his yeah. response is well I've never lost a, I've never right, lost but one. Even you like know? so the, he's there's well, some sort of connected guy. So I'm, my point is Harry. my point is is that the circus is this big event coming to town. And then this group of people comes in and sets up their rigged games to make money off of the crowd that's already there. That's what Within I took Within the circus, though. Like, he hires them. No, and but they're not on the circus payroll. Yes, they are. Henderson wants him. Henderson says, like, hey, we won't have problems if you let him back in. Like, Harry's part of this whole thing. He's running the game for the circus. That's Henderson's like, it's a lot easier. And Henderson's like, no, he's not in there. I run a clean one. It's yeah. all part of it. It's really I think, stupid. I think you're right. Joey, yeah. I think Joey's right. That but he's an employee of it. Yeah, yeah. it's some some level of control. There was just no real conflict. Worth, no, it worth was wild. And this isn't a, the, the monster isn't traveling it. around the north of America with it. He has yeah. lackeys to do things. But here, not to, I don't want to answer a question with a question. But you say, is there a good movie in this? Can't you say that about every no. movie? No, no, no. We've talked about a lot of movies that there's maybe not. maybe not. Um, well, okay. Let me let me running uh, movie. I can't. Oh, that's not. Let me flip it around then. Answer your question yeah. with a question. With <laughs> let's question. just keep doing yes, this all question. night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Question yeah, game. Yeah, let's play the question game. game. Yes. BPC Inception. Look at look at two movies, which I'm pretty sure you hate. Okay. But we'll start with, okay, a movie like Gigi. Yeah. Okay. Which, to me, 
does everything you can possibly do to present itself on screen visually and audibly without really having much content to work with. The story in Gigi is, the, okay, American in Paris is another one, but visually, performance-wise, they're giving you everything they can in production of that movie with very, very little content. I felt that this movie had the content. There were pieces working within it, and the presentation couldn't have been any worse. It was the exact opposite of a Gigi and the exact opposite of an American in Paris. And they even had some stars, too, and they were not able to connect the dots. Mm. It was a mess, frankly. Okay. So I actually had a very similar... So it's a new movie, um, Crimes of the Future. I just watched it last night, and I had a conversation with someone today, and I actually thought, I was like, oh, that's an argument for this. Really good ideas that just they said, oh, these are really good ideas. Let's just make that the movie without fleshing out anything. And I don't think these are a lot of really good ideas. I think it's a good idea and a couple solid ideas that they're just like, this will work. Yeah, I mean, odds just as to go back to our last little rankings revisited, you said with Gigi, you're like, yeah. fuck this movie. Like, yeah. fuck this premise, fuck yeah. us all this. Like, I ask you, is there a good movie in there? And based on your evaluation of it, you have to say no. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean... <laughs> You know, I, I, Broadway right. Melody, is there really a good movie in yeah. Broadway Melody? I mean, I guess I guess I could, I could listen to an argument, but to me, that movie was just trying to flex yeah. some new but sound this, techniques. This it's is just not, a lot of the pieces, though. Yeah, it's a lot I don't of pieces. Know. I, like, there's a lot of parts of what could, but nothing substantial enough. Like, there's cool ideas. Listen, the mob or whatever this criminal enterprise trying to become part of the circus and to make their money, could it be interesting? Yes, but it's so thin. And maybe this is just me. The general premise of running a traveling, struggling traveling business with intertwined issues amongst the employees that work there, throwing a love story in with a, a, a murder mystery, in with a, uh, a a mob trying to break into the little money that you have to work with. It, to me, those are moving parts that you that a, that, a, that an auteur or a great filmmaker could make a movie with. We're just I'm so not saying, far like, away from Quentin Tarantino rolled out Greatest Show on Earth in 2023, you wouldn't go to see it on opening night with, with a lot of expectations? Well, what do you think Quentin Tarantino does I'm doing? Well, that's kind of my point, though. Is yeah, but I, there's I, enough content I think, for... I think he would laugh at this. He's got... you got, So I think theoretically you're right, but you have to change so much about the core of this movie that it's not... It's not a good movie within this. It's just a different movie. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's tough. Like this is a subjective. We'll but that has. But you know that has to. That there's has a more lot. To say, that has more to say about the infrastructure okay, of this cool movie. I think there's a ideas. line. You're very right. No, I think there's a line of. Is there a good movie in there? It has to exist somewhere. Like when you change so many things, yeah, there's not, not a good I'm not, movie. In I'm there. not changing that much though. I, I, I'm keeping the trapeze artist thing. I'm keeping the clown thing. I'm keeping the mobster thing. I'm keeping all of that in there. I'm just building a better script and building better chemistry amongst the people w w in between it and putting Charlton Heston's character in the middle of having to deal with it all yeah, with a good script. Changing 90% of the cast and the director and a lot of the script, though. Well, if I'm making, yeah, if would, I'm making yeah, it in 2023, I'm changing yeah. the entire cast yeah. and the entire yeah. director. Like, yeah. I'm remaking the idea, you yeah. know? So... You gonna make a circus movie in 2023? God damn it, pal! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do it. God bless. <laughs> it's the Cirque du Soleil version. Don't put. Oh, I'm sure Film Twitter will love a remake of the Greatest Show on Earth. That don't put BPC well. out of business with that. We could have. Please. We could have. Who can we have make that? Uh, should be um, 
Brian Singer or uh, or David O. Russell. <laughs> you really get everyone on board. Yeah. Put David O. Russell in charge of this. The Twitter mob will they'll just faint. Put Kevin Spacey in the uh, Charlton Heston role. Or, or, or the Jimmy Stewart role, maybe. Jimmy Stewart role. <laughs> Good really? God. Good How God. could you? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, yeah. Let's... <laughs> I'm actually more interested in making it a train wreck now. <laughs> I mean, this movie's should if this movie was called Train Wreck. Well, I mean, yeah. probably could have been a working title for all we know. I mean, what a fucking there's actually a train wreck in the movie. Yeah. Man. Oh my god. The um, stupidest. So, so Joe, the, the trapeze stuff. Were you were you in on that at all? No. The, the trapeze duel? Care less. Really? I really struggled with it. Really? And I thought it was very and knowing I knew especially the second time, I knew that they learned how to do this. I was very impressed with these two people physically. I could not care less about uh, it. Oz, are you in on the trapeze? No, I, I'm in full agreement oh, <laughs> with Joey here. Okay. It, it, again, yeah, I think the 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 visuals of it, it's impressive, no doubt. I just didn't, I didn't care. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't care okay, what so happened. I, I, I just, for me, it's like, you know, I just maybe I'm just I'm just kind of enticed by some of the visuals of that, you know, some of the the compl- complex uh, visuals. I don't know that that, that the, works the, for me. you know Sebastian falls, and I'm like, all right, I you know what? There's no way they're going to do anything interesting right. with this. And what they did, they came back laugh. with a came back with a broken hand, right? Uh, a gimp hand <laughs> that was just well, a, oh, 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 it's coming in the epic. Epic. Oh, yeah, 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 epic. We have a, we have a, we have a, how green is my, yeah, my oh, valley hands? Yeah, we have a, how green yeah, is my yeah. valley hands? That's my that's sickness. my venue. Yep, yep, yep. That's, that's my right. Venue. Oz, Oz is always here for these. Yeah, and you could do it. Our our all Larry, the all the yeah. Kingsmen football injury too. We got a lot a lot to. I think we have to reevaluate that too. We'll get there when we get there. Double but double thumbs down. Sebastian on the getting hurt and nobody giving a shit. It it was all done so badly that it was not built up. I could have cared less. He could have gotten hurt whenever, and it would not have mattered. Yeah. yeah. Because who cares? But surely the train wreck, Joe. Surely that uh, that got. Uh, yeah, because Klaus died. <laughs> <laughs> One of the stupidest characters that has ever been put on fucking film. Oh no! Uh, yeah, like when uh, when he was in the middle waving down angels, oh angels! Like you just you just robbed a train and you're surprised another one's gonna crash. Like oh, so stupid! Wow, we have a candidate. We have a, we have a uh, a number fifteen candidate for Joey season four here. I, I mean, think. Klaus Ellison <laughs> might fucking RKO Klaus here. <laughs> How about Klaus of the causes of the elephant? Right, he was the, the elephant, elephant trainer. trainer. Yeah, did you did, did you like that scene with the elephant foot over the girl's? Head. No, because I was like, oh, what a was, fucking yeah. scumbag. Like, I like well, Angel. I, at least it, it it engaged me. The problem know, was that, at no point did I think he would actually pull the trigger because he's such a coward of a character. Yes. I didn't okay, believe agreed, it. Agreed, but I just, I guess it just kind of got well, my wheels turning of saying like, ooh, that's a kind of a rough way to go. And having an elephant just kind of slowly step on you, you know? Yeah, but I, Ouch. I knew the movie wouldn't pull the trigger on anything cool, and it was all just... A setup for. I mean, Joe, if your expectations were for a girl to get smooshed by an elephant, no, but there has to be. That's su- no, 1956. We're obviously not going to see that. And I know that, but there has to be some suspect. Like the Klaus character was built up to be such a coward. Like clearly, he wasn't going to do it. He was just going to hold it forever. Yeah, because the character wasn't built up enough to be that guy. He I was- felt some some tension just just in the possibilities, not that not the probabilities of a 1950s. I think movie Angel, doing it. the actor, I think she actually did a very good job under there. Of yeah, I, I keeping liked, her. I cool actually liked her too mm-hmm. while being scared. I was very impressed with her there. I think that yeah. was a standout acting performance in this movie. Yeah, I, I, I liked her. I think between uh, 
Klaus and Harry, this circus needs to have a way, they need to tighten up their interview process. I mean, come on. I mean, this is just, this is bad. Hey, they're under a tough budget, man. You know? Times are tough. Times post-war are tough. economy. That's right. <laughs> the dreaded post-war exactly economy. Exactly right. Yeah. We got to get a full season in here. You know, we got to get a full season. Oh, God. All right. Know. So I hate how they got to the train wreck, too. I don't know. The, because a nitpick zone, but the robbery was weird. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I was just save it for the nitpick yeah. zone at that point. I, I did like the visual of the train wreck, though. I thought they, you know, the models they the used, pre- I thought that was cool. That wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah I, I, don't have, I, cool. I didn't have an issue with I that. Think, I think I, it stood out in this movie because it just kept going, which was funny, but like I think the models and everything looked good. I think I've just been spoiled by train explosions at this point in the BBC run well, between, between Bridge and 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 uh, Lawrence and honestly even around the world yeah. I had a better one, you know. Yeah. So, but I, I think in this movie though it did a good job of what it was doing. Like it, that got me. Yeah. Okay. And even uh, that's the train crashing is my scene of the movie. And even the the, the train poker were a little like you know we got the sting you know we're not yeah, gonna, yeah, we're yeah, not gonna exactly. like a train poker scene right yeah we've yeah. had a lot that's of, another that was get another the trains thing. in uh, like, in Slumdog too yep. that's a good time on the train the movie's about to come to an end let Jimmy Stewart just flex a little bit and act yeah you know? yep 100% true you know little, little enough with the yeah he's a clown he's hiding let him let him go do something yeah. let him be Jimmy Stewart he's yeah. very charismatic and talented. it just never happened we're getting to the point where we can almost do a trains ranking here yeah, I know I'm actually, yeah. as, you, as we keep yeah. talking about it yeah it's, it's, it's back to the future up. three number one. Oh Just hell yeah okay. yeah okay Oz yeah Jimmy Stewart checklist here what what is your what are your Jimmy Stewarts that you've done here that you're familiar with Oh, no, um, as far as this... Movies you've seen with him in it, basically. Oh, uh, let me t- make sure. Vertigo mm. is is, pro- is the, the one, yeah. Yeah, Vertigo. okay. Yeah. yeah. Are you in It's a, it's a Wonderful Life guy? Yeah, you know, I was just talking about that before. I saw it for the first time last year. Great movie. Wow, me too. Yeah. So uh, yeah. last last Christmas was I the saw it first time two years ago. Yeah, well, yeah, we were all in the same kind so of... I'm sorry, the, the, those are the two. Rear yeah. Window's my number one for him. Ah, uh, I'm right there, I think, with that too. Uh, great in great in Vertigo too. I love Vertigo too, but Rear Window just Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly like that. Yeah. Oh, guy's yeah. been in like a hundred movies. I know. His, yeah, he's unbelievable. Awesome. Know. And then this movie just like wastes him. Like you have this guy who does so much. Like you're right, Greg. On the train is the perfect place. Let it's him over. do something. Yeah. yeah, he's getting caught in three minutes. I love uh, I love just the yeah I'm, I'm gonna be I'm Jimmy Stewart I'm just gonna wear clown makeup the whole movie and never take it off like it never comes off you know I, I, I couldn't stop laughing when he was doing the blood transfusion I know I wasn't <laughs> supposed to be laughing like his just, his, his eyes looking at the FBI guy was oh, very funny he's like yelling you're AB negative and I'm just like I, I know I'm not supposed to be laughing but I just I, I did know. like that they prefaced he was in the war he would know what his blood type was. I guess, sure. Uh, Joe, have you done Philadelphia Story yet? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, me neither. And Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Yeah, no, I like. Oh, you, oh, you have seen that one. Okay, yeah, I yeah. watched it since we did. Um, you can't take it with you. You have. Okay. Yeah, and no, I still have. I still have not seen that. Big one. Big fan of that one. It's funny. We've done two Jimmy Stewarts. We did Super Young Jimmy Stewart and Super Hidden Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, yeah. It's been a funny Jimmy Stewart season. It has. We get them. We get them all done in season four. There. Do you guys, we have anything else we got to talk here before we we head off to the. Uh, I can't we talk this much. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, again, I I'm never surprised by that. All right, so it's time to uh, to head off. Even though we've kind of dipped our toes in it a bit here, the nitpick zone.
right, the nitpick zone. Here we are, folks. Joe, I'm, I think I just got to let you go first here. You know, I've covered a lot of it, but one, so this, well, first of all, it's Barnum and Bailey's. It's the biggest circus in the world. Change the name to let us know they're struggling. But maybe you're struggling <laughs> because you're scheduling cities as you go, so you can't hype anything up. I don't know how the the circuits worked back then or how it works. Did they did they plan out the schedule beforehand? I, I don't. They, it's, the way they, that whole business scene made it seem was like they usually plan out a whole season. Now they just did ten weeks, and now we're just going to keep adding cities until it makes stops making money. The general idea of marketing had to exist in 1952. Hundred percent. You don't get like uh, Mad Men ten years later from right, just from nothing. Like that's it, just a failure. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. Well, isn't like the circus comes to town kind of a thing? Though? Like, like you I, pr- promote and prepare for. I would imagine yeah. you need space for yeah. it. So you got to book something. Right. But do they like, when do they notify that the circus is coming to town is the question. I, I just, I, think I don't than, know. Maybe I, I just don't know the answer. I think maybe I'm giving some benefit of doubt to the filmmaker here that he, that this is how they did it. You know, if it's not, then shame on me for giving the benefit of the doubt. Then, but it's just like if you're gonna if you're gonna write make this elaborate project on the circus and act, and show actual footage of them building a circus and whatnot, I just part of me thinks that maybe that's how it was done. You know, I don't know. Just you know, I don't know enough to, argue, to disagree with you. Right, but that's well, I appreciate that's, your argument. Yeah, I mean, I'm, again, I don't know enough either. I'm just kind of yeah. sh- I'm just just shooting shooting dice for the other side here. Um, Oh man, God! This is more of a complaint than than a nitpick. <laughs> Fuck juggling! You know, I are you guys jugglers? Do you I can juggle. Oz is a really good juggler. Oh, I can okay, juggle. sorry, I knew yeah. I was gonna offend someone with this. But I like, mean, I'm not. A f- I can't do it. I can't juggle two. I'm I can't juggle one ball. Certainly not offended, but I can juggle. Yeah, you can yeah. juggle. Like, yeah. how many balls can you juggle? I can do three. You can do three. You can do three. Are you gonna Are you gonna do it right now for us? Wow! Oh wow! He's gonna juggle for us. Here we go. All right, maybe I'm gonna have to dial back my juggle takes. Yeah, you can juggle. Look at that. I can't see these. I can do it though. He's juggling Reese's pieces, folks. The uh, peanut butter cup. We're right around Halloween, and he's juggling Halloween candy. That's impressive. Impressive. Okay, so all right, I'll I'll go a little easier. You you, you juggled in my face and you fuck, shut me up. Fuck juggle. <laughs> I just am not. I just file it under like magic tricks. Like Dude, I don't. I, I'm not. Ah, so like, you don't have to keep explaining yourself. I don't like take pride in this. It's jug. okay. It's, fine. it's just it's like, just like I'm I'm happy that you can do it. I'm happy you know a magic trick and have perfected it. Just uh, just don't show me. Okay, just I show, show someone else. That, That's like, the fr- close up magic and. This my my the days are short enough. I don't need to sit here for five minutes. That was the first time in my life juggling was actually like had some kind of use. You got put on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't D'Angelo Vickers. In your singles days, that wasn't how you picked up. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Brought your juggling balls. I met my wife. That's great. Oh God! All right, I know, and there's definitely so many listeners who are great jugglers pissed off at me right now. Well, you know what? Spend your time doing something better. <laughs> oh, geez, Joe. Okay, we're gonna wait on the injury. We're gonna wait yeah. on the injury because that, that's, that's like the that's yeah, that's separate, the main event. That's the main. Yeah, event that's here. a separate yeah. thing because that's a that's an intertwining theme here. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Nitpicks. All right, so I mean, I'm just gonna nitpick the one I thought was possibly the scene of the movie when Sebastian enters the fray. So he's on. I get he's speeding. I guess he's speeding. Is that why the cops are following yeah. him? And then the cop is saying, all right, you either pay $100 or you do 60 days. Pay me $100 now. That's a bribe. Like a very public bribe. Yeah. Like that's not how it works. You you you, you get a ticket and you go to court. You don't like go 
give the cop a hundred dollars, or just go to jail for sixty or days go to right jail away. For sixty days, that, that takes away all due process. And it's like there was like five hundred people around that, and it's just a very, very public, public bribe. Carney law. Yeah, I don't know. So that <laughs> maybe that that cop's gonna be sharing a jail cell with Jimmy Stewart. Maybe that would make the yeah. movie better. And where did his car go? Uh, why were there so many people following him? How far was he driving? I guess they were bored in the middle of nothing, Florida. Oh. Guys, he's the great Sebastian. Yeah. He's great. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian's just like, call, uh, what if they called his bluff? I think Sebastian was like, well, I guess I'm going to jail. Right. <laughs> That's a classic scene of, I'm Cecil B. DeMille, and you will not ask questions. You know? <laughs> I've set up this scene, and this is the scene. This is, That's just, it. This is what it is. That's it. You either pay the cops, or you go to jail. Singing at the circus I covered. Why the fuck is there singing at the circus? This doesn't make any sense to me. It's annoying. Balancing your head on a trapeze bar is not possible. I, I know these circus delay people do crazy things. Yeah. There's no way. There was something with the chair, too, Well, he had right? a donut. He well, had, no, no, I'm not yeah. talking about the donut. I'm oh, talking about her, doing yeah. it without the donut. No way. There's no possible way, right? No like, way. Even like the most circus delay-ish circus delay people are not doing that. I can't You'd imagine. have to have like a sponge skull that like wraps around the, the bar or something. Do you like, think Unless that bar's a lot wider than I think yeah, it I'm is. I'm thinking like a straight up a, bar. But it's a circle bar because you have to be able to grip the whole thing around so it can't be that wide like a seat. Yeah. Do you think they're pulling the nets in 1952? No, I wouldn't put it past them. I'm not sure because this is... It is an era of somewhat of uh, knowledge of workplace safety. I mean, it's, it's Bro. after building the Bro, bridges. These are, these so, are circus workers. Yeah, dude. True. someone croaks, they're fucking digging a hole in the back, and the circus is going to the next town. They're not. There's yeah. there's there's no. I'm paperwork. just thinking about them getting sued. There's yeah, no. Oh, there no. There's no paperwork for these people. They're they're, they're, they're circus folk. They're just come on. Maybe there'd be a new good. There's, a, there's you, you run away and join the circus, quote unquote. That means that you you forfeit all right. To that sue might be a good uh, niche for me to get into. Yeah. Circus, circus law. Do be the juggler. I mean, listen. There, there's the wrestling lawyer. <laughs> the juggling lawyer. Yeah. Do you know how? Do you know how much future wages Sebastian lost because of his clawing permanent hand injury? <laughs> Millions. <laughs> well, that kind of goes into mine. The FBI agent showing up at a circus because Jimmy Stewart liked the circus as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite a stretch. He exhausted all of their leads. Man. That is, that's the best cop in the best detective in like the history of entertainment. Yeah. To be able to figure that out. Oh, this yeah. guy liked the yeah. circus when he was a child. I bet. Yeah, he's here <laughs> in this one circus. If you're wanted for murder, essentially. Yeah. Is this face paint, is that enough to... No, dye your hair. That's more effective, like the I Superman. I didn't recognize Jimmy Stewart the first time <laughs> yeah. I saw this movie. <laughs> yeah. But also, he's aged 10 years at that point. Like, dye your hair. Yeah. You know, the, and people... So, in you know, my last job, I, I worked with a lot of parole officers, and probation officers, people in the court, and they'd always talk about how when people go on the run, they just don't leave. Like, you're not finding these people in... Florida, you're finding them instead of their mom's house at their dad's house on the other side of town. Like yeah. they don't leave. It's just they just hide in plain sight. Yeah, I, I, I think identifying someone in clown makeup is a lot more difficult than you guys think it is. Like, well, I think well, the guy to... who only wears clown makeup would be my first person I look at. The guy who takes his clown makeup off, hiding it with different color hair, I would probably not suspect. The guy when everybody else is wearing, you know, casual clothes, he's still in makeup. I'd be like, that guy's fucking suspicious. Well, you know what? They caught him. So yeah, they did get him. Hey, they got him. Yeah. So which is it? There, there. There's no way that they would have followed that lead, or they should have followed this lead instead. You know, come on, these these guys did their jobs. Sense. They got it done. <laughs> he, they, they got the, they killed the clown. It's over. The death yeah. penalty has has occurred by now. 
the headlines are probably a blast. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to do my, my train accident nitpick. I had one of these for Bridge because there was the big train accident with no bodies. Uh, now we have a train accident with perfectly healthy bodies everywhere. We, there would be way more carnage in this, right? These people are not oh, surviving. The animals are not surviving this. Like The animals especially because they... Uh, they're not protecting themselves, and they're massed together. They're just now gonna... the cats. Cats are, are pretty good with with getting getting bounced. The elephants around. are all fucked. The elephants are yeah. fucked. The whore, any horses, horses fucked. Anything in the cat family might. Yeah, you could convince me be cats. Be yeah, nimble. Okay. Cats are cats are nimble, man. Those Smart. things bounce around. Yeah, but yeah. they might. But like, they they can move. Like an elephant's just gonna roll and die. Yeah, the people elephant are is... going to roll. You're not gonna run around and hop on a swing and sing a stupid song through town. Eight hours later. Yeah, horses are very, very fragile. They're toast. Yeah, they're done. They're done. Their legs are just splinters. Yeah, toast, toast. And all these people are done, too. Let's be completely honest. They're not just dusting themselves off, and it's no. like, and just, everybody's fine, but Charlton yeah. Heston, who just needs a, a oh, he needs casual just, yeah, blood transfusion. He just needs an AB negative <laughs> and, or whatever. An impromptu a, blood transfusion, yeah. and then he's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man. They could have came up with something better, too, than a like transfusion that this doctor needs to say. I feel like... Somebody would have been able to figure that out, right? That didn't have a medical background, right? You know, come on. What a good I guy Jimmy Stewart was in the movie. You know, giving up his his freedom and yeah. potentially his life just to yeah. do the right thing. Well, I guess it de- depends what you think of uh, Mercy Killing, whether he's a good guy or not, right? Well, I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm not okay. His past is is complicated. His past is complicated. I'm talking about his present here. Giving a, away a pet as a present is never a cool move. No, right? no, no. So this little girl has just walks up to her mom and goes, "Look, a clown gave me a, a puppy. An expensive oh, responsibility. Poor. Thank that you. That was. <laughs> I. That's good. I didn't know where I was going to mention that poor confused dog. Um, that poor dog. You don't just get dog. A, yeah, the I poor dog. Yeah, he's getting he's getting left at the circus. Yeah. He's just he's a straight. Fine. He's a straight nice. dog. Great dog. That's a pretty resilient breed of dog. Though I think that's the sticking, it's like Poppins from from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's gonna <laughs> keep coming back, just gotta pop its eye right back in there. Uh, yeah, so never give a pet as a present. That's no classic mistake. Classic mistake. Ah, uh, is anything else? No, I'm just waiting for the diagnosis talk. Of the okay, hands. I think I'm exhausted with mine as well. Joe, do you have any others? Yeah, just a quick one of the okay. loser, uh, mobster Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> If the circus is such a financial failure of an endeavor, why would he travel around with it with his one henchman to try to make money off of it? These guys got to pick up every loose dollar, man. This is always a game to run. Yeah, stay in one place and do something effective. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it's an easy target. Yeah. Maybe, but he knows that Charleston Heston's like, oh, you're not going to take him down like you took down the last guy. If one of your means of making money is by ripping people off for dollar bottle games, I mean, you got to kind of take what you get, right? You got to go around a crowd. Hey, man, again, the post-war economy. That's the that's the, the they yeah, this isn't love like mentioning an, that this isn't like an Enron scan here. This <laughs> is like they're 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 nickel he's and diamond these people. To he's death. a loser, mobster. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Oz. We'll right. take the lead. Here. Yeah, you want to talk about Sebastian falling? All right, so he probably fell. I don't know, 40, 40 feet. I, I, I think about forty five feet, and he and into sand, admittedly, but. What what happened to his hand? I couldn't figure out. What is the injury? This goes back to this goes back to how green is my valley. So like, how blue is my uh, hand? Paralyzed, what is it? paralyzed right claw hand. But that, <laughs> I don't think it claws upward. No, right? no, no, no. And I, also, it would shut. And if it, if he broke it, they would reset it. Yep. I would imagine someone would have reset it. Yep. Now this is where I wish Grant was here because I am not a Harry Potter person. But is does this qualify as Dumbledore hand that he says that Morgan Freeman I've never has? Seen those? I don't know. Okay, because I have seen those movies, but I. 
once. All right. So, maybe, so, so listeners at home who, who are Harry Potter people, is this, uh, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but Dumbledore hand. Dumb, Dumbledore. Dumbledore hand. Apparently, he, their Morgan Freeman has a Dumbledore hand. I'm wondering if the great Sebastian now has a Dumbledore Just hand. The, the reveal of the hand was ridiculous. He and why is it blue? Right. <laughs> yeah. Because if we're really not getting blood to a hand, like FDR's, we're going to amputate the hand. We're not just going to let him rock around with it and destroy the rest of his body. He didn't even fall on his side. No. <laughs> like I might I might be wrong. FDR's legs weren't blue, were they? No. <laughs> it's like when a, 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 a disabled person, their limbs still just turn blue. I right. think if, once things get stop getting blood, you take them. I think if yeah, exactly. If if one of your body extremities is blue, you you're, it's, it's getting chopped, chopped off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chopped off. If FDR's yeah. legs were blue, they would cut them off to protect because that has to protect the rest of the body. I just couldn't get over like the cl- and it was upside down. It was blue and just it didn't make sense. Why yeah, is what that is an injury? it? Is it a spinal injury? Uh, is it a I guess it could be a neck. It could be a neck a injury. Stinger. Could be a mm. neck injury. We do have to. Uh, I don't know why it would curl, curl upward up. like that. We do have to. Uh, I think submit a retraction here. Oh no! Um, from our from our uh, all the King's Men episode. One of our nitpicks was is that the quarterback does not sustain injuries like that. Oh, we should have known. Yeah. We should have known that we were stepping into dangerous ground. Like three weeks later, Tua, <laughs> Tua yeah. from uh, from the Miami Dolphins suffered a, a horrible, which actually ended up being okay. Right? He's, he's, like, yeah, he's like playing, playing fine. Yeah, yeah he's, he's fine, but it was like very, very close to him being like paralyzed. Yeah, it looked bad. His bad. his yeah. hands were curling. Yeah, he fenced. Scrambling but, quarterback, but, scrambling quarterback. So but, that just happened in real life, and his hands curled, but temporarily. His hands aren't still like right because with the brain injury, they call it fencing, where you're yeah, like yeah. it locks in, but yeah. it doesn't stay there and doesn't yeah. turn blue. No. It doesn't turn blue. No, yeah, and I would imagine scary. if it was a spinal cord, it would have to be the neck because if it's the hands, so Sebastian would have to be his neck. Sebastian would have to walk be walking around with a with a neck brace. Yeah, why would it only affect one of his hands? That's a very specific, I guess that's that possible, you, but maybe the neck is messed up. Though. Right, he's not then turning. Right, yeah. Like, if he he would have had to be stiff the rest of the way. He's also probably atrophying. It's just, right. it's, it, doesn't so make, it makes no sense. Well, Let's all just, of you uh, neurosurgeon film yeah, lovers out there, please let us know. Educate us. Yeah. Educate us on scrambling quarterbacks and trapeze, and trapeze artists, artists and, that fall and 45 brain injuries. Feet yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh boy. Uh, I, I mean, I had that there. Anything else with that? I, I mean, mean, this whole movie's basically a nitpick. That's the problem. We just did an hour and a half nitpick. Yeah. Well, that wasn't our first. All right. It's time for the awards here. MVP. Who is the MVP of the greatest, the very greatest show on earth? Can I go first? Yeah, go. Yeah, please do. Um, I did Jimmy Stewart because he was the only person I wanted to see more of. Everyone else I wanted less of. Also mine. Undeniable star power. Had fun with what he was doing. Made made the character redeemable. I I liked I liked the storyline. I liked the deal. So it's Jimmy Stewart for me. Yeah. Uh, we, we spoke about it before, uh, complimenting Betty Hutton, um, just her physicality, not her acting by any but the, means, but yeah. just the physicality of Betty Hutton. That's cool. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Yep. LVP Joe, you've been chomping at the bit here. Just go go get him. Go get him. It was so many people, but Klaus is the fucking worst. He attempts to murder the girl he wants to be with. Via elephant? Via elephant. And then <laughs> is like, fuck Brad. It's like, bro, you tried to murder her in a public square. You can't now run to another circus. And then he gets caught up with the LVP runner-up, Harry, the worst goon of all time. Now, they wouldn't put the elephant to sleep in that instance, would they? No, it's not the elephant's fault. 
Yeah, I the hope elephant's not. following orders. There's no. It's not like the elephant bit her. It's t- but I feel like if it were like a dog, even if it was a trained dog, and the dog bit someone, like someone said, "Go sick him," I feel like they might put the dog to sleep because elephants are a little more expensive. Yeah. yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe you're right. Yeah, us LVD. So when so many things are wrong with a particular project, I I I point to the uh, to the leader to the coach. I'm going to give it to Cecil B. DeMille. Wow, LVP as director. Mm-hmm. He was in the conversation if Klaus and Harry weren't the worst. There were just so many. Oh, this guy could be the worst. That guy could be. Yeah. This could be the worst. The editing, the, or the story, or the, anything could be the worst. That's fair. It's like you know what? If they're all the worst, got to get the head guys the worst. The coach gets fired. Well, I'm going to come back to that in a second here, Oz. My LVP is the jerk off newsreel narrator. Watch as they build the tent. That's, was it uh, that? that was too Charlton Heston. Sorry, that's, yeah. that's, that's, dude. Enough, enough, enough. With is this. That, he was really trying to sell it. Isn't that Cecil? It is. <laughs> that's why I'm saying we have the same LVP for different reasons. And well, I'm just correct. sitting here like, God, will this guy just shut the fuck up already? Like he's like calling attention to the things that I like the least about this movie. And then like it ends with him too, and I just and then I'm like I'm like I'm like looking up. I'm like God, you know, watch this be like fucking Cecil D. B. DeMille himself. Like, it was, and it was, yeah, yes. yeah. And awesome. I'm sure maybe in the back of my brain I knew that somehow, but yeah, I mean, God, and it's I mean, I guess I guess I mean I know Scorsese's done it. I'm sure Tarantino's done it. He's narrated parts of his movies. It's definitely yeah, hundred percent. I can't think of I'm which one think, off the top is, of my head, yeah. but he's definitely done it before. But kind of narrating your own movie. Come on, dude. Such a hard O move. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we, we, we connected on that one in, in, a, in an abnormal way. Indirect but, way. Yeah. yeah. I'm not putting him there for his direction, but yeah, the, the, that, that's terrible. Yeah, that's bad. Okay. Participation award. Show a little love to someone along the way. I'll go first. I thought this was really thin, so I went sort of outside the box. It was very thin. Yeah. Um, the elephant who picks the wreckage up off of Charlton Heston after the train crash. Awesome. I was really impressed that they could train an elephant to do that. So I was like, good job, elephant. That's so funny because I did the elephants too, both for that and for the uh, the foot. Um, the That's amazing. Foot, yeah. Yeah, elephants. We're really on the same page as this yeah, one. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to make this a clean sweep. Mine's going to be the elephants too. Awesome. Uh, let's just hammer it home. <laughs> They're awesome. They're awesome. They're, they're great. And it's the best part of a circus anyway is the elephants, right? Got to be. Well, we think so. I'm pretty yeah. neutral about them, but in this movie, they're great. Yeah. Love me an elephant. Scene of the movie. Oz, you gave yours already. Was, yeah, uh, I gave my scene in my line. Yeah, mine. I kind of did too. Um, Charlton Heston beating the shit out of the, yeah. out of the, out of the guy rigging the games. That needs to happen more. We need, we need Charlton Heston to come around to these carnals and beat the shit out of these people. Accountability, rigged. Accountability. Calling shenanigans on them. Call shenanigans on them. Throw them in the mud. I love a good, I love a good scene of someone getting tossed. Such in the an mud old school. Too. Thing. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's, it's just very it's, cool. Toss them in the old mud. Love it. Joe, scene of the movie. Train crash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's a cool model. It wasn't like, oh, you know, it's just blowing shit up. Time machine recast. Let's go. Take anyone, anywhere. I kind of annoyed Grant with my last uh, time machine recast. I think I wasn't I wasn't holding it sacred enough, so I'm going to annoy him again. I have another one. Uh, but but right. I'll hold them. I'll go last. Exactly. You're like recast the elephant. I really like. <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just break all sorts of BP, BBC rules with mine. So, uh, yeah. Including a cardinal rule. I love it. Um, um, I fi- found this to be incredibly difficult. Because I was like, did it? Does it matter, right? Does it matter if if we're if I put some someone 
in one of these roles. No, but it's kind of like a, yeah. you know, Save it's like, somebody. yeah, it's like, you know, bailing water off of the Titanic doesn't yeah. matter, but you just kind of do it just because I'm going to do it. Right, I'm not yeah. saying I didn't do it. But so when that happens, I uh, put someone in the wire from the wire into these movies. That's just my, okay. that's my, love it. Uh, I like how people uh, have adopted gimmicks yeah. within this. Right. And as much as I want to just like make McNulty the, uh, the great Sebastian, I didn't do that. That would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, so I took, the uh, FBI agent Gregory, and I uh, put in uh, Lance Riddick, who plays Lieutenant Daniels, Cedric Daniels. Oh yeah, in the Wire. Love and that. And he plays um, he plays um, a, a cop, a, a, a detective in. Um, He's in uh, Lost too. Bosch too. Oh cool. You ever hear Bosch? I only I've seen a couple episodes, but it's very similar to The Wire. I got so a lead on this clown. Maybe if we get like an amazing. Cedric Daniels into this FBI yeah. agent. Said, Maybe yeah, we, we got like something. Story. Maybe we got something. I gotta you know. check out this clown of yours. Yeah. Gotta lead on him. Like, we're gonna, we're gonna do it the right way. We're gonna run it up the chain of command. Like circus is his child. Okay. Uh love it. Joe? Uh so I recast Klaus, who's that guy. <laughs> Whoever decided to put that guy on a fucking screen. Boy, um, the, that's just such a good name for Joey LVP too. <laughs> Klaus. Yeah. Klaus. <laughs> Who is the who's the LVP in in uh in sound of music, Rolf, Rolf, Rolf and Klaus. They're like that's like a one syllables. It's like a tag team to go against oh. Joey. Uh, I, I can't. If I met a real Rolf, I would say his name with such disdain. I'd have to. He'd, I love it. I recast Klaus and I put in Daniel Bruhl. Um, Inglorious Bastards. Okay. He's in Rush. He's in. Um, he's in the new All Quiet on the Western Front. He's in. Um, he's in the MCU. He's a good actor. He's. Um, he. He's. A, he portrays strength in a very quiet way in everything he does that I've seen him in. Um, he's really good, and he looks good. He's actually charismatic. He's the German war hero. Yes. In, oh, that they yeah, make the movie he's good in of. that. He's yeah. real good in that. Yeah, that's who they make good, the movie about. Good call. Him. Yeah. He's too He's too good for this movie. Oh, way too good for this movie. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I like it. I, I'm not, uh, beyond Glorious Bastards, I'm not too familiar with his work, he's but good. I loved him in that. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of a, a good kind of rising star to kind of check out. Absolutely. Cool. Like he's it. very good in the new All Quiet on the Western Front. I haven't watched it yet. I'm waiting because I want to, I mean, obviously that's going to be a movie, the original we're going to cover, and I haven't seen that since I watched it for the first time. So it's kind of been one of the ones I've been waiting to revisit because that's kind of a kind of a big one it's kind of a big one and i, I don't know that i want to watch it's i'm in i'm finding myself in the very similar place i was with west side story last year where like i don't want to watch the new one before i rewatch the that's old one fair. and be and then you know kind of judge it appropriately that way so and i don't know when we're going to be getting to that there are ideas about that possibly being an event movie in february we'll see but it's time for mine here where I'm, I know, love it. Breaking the rules that I've set for the world. I mean, I, I want to cast Grace yes. Kelly twenty years after she died. So yeah, well, rules are rules. It's, yeah. a, it's a time machine. It is a time machine. I'm recasting my MVP, which is a cardinal rule here at BBC. Wow. I don't. I don't think wow. I've ever done it. Wow. I don't think I've ever done. Your it. family's done it heavily. Well, yes, more than more than <laughs> once, more than once. But I am going to do it, but with a with an asterisk. So you can't like fully throw me into into doing it. Because it's not, this is not just like a time machine situation. This is like a, like a, a sucked into a portal situation here. So in our first rankings episode, the first 15, we did a character swap 
So we took two movies and two characters and swapped them. You put one in the other. I think one of the classic ones that I remember was um, I, someone, I think it was Grant, took uh, took Apollo uh, Apollo Creed and put him into Shakespeare in Love and took Ben Affleck and put him into, into Rocky. But So we're going to do a little clown swap here. Jimmy Stewart is my new Pennywise. Okay. And yeah. Bill Skarsgård is coming in. As Buttons a Clown. Buttons uh, yeah. a Clown, by the way. Not Buttons the Clown. Buttons the, a Clown. I had a lot of trouble with that, too, <laughs> but yes. So Bill Sarsgaard, I think, is a, is a cool kind of dark, you he know. He has a presence, yeah, I'd there's say. Yeah, there's, there's some layers there. Little dark layers there to Buttons a Clown. And, I mean, Jimmy Stewart in the sewer drain. Come on. Let's go. Y'all float, too. We all float down here. <laughs> Every, everyone will be getting the fucking drain. Yeah. Uh, Georgie. No one, flow, be, no one would be. Here we all flow. No one would be stealing from that circus. That's for sure. <laughs> that. Body wise, a dancing cloud. Well, uh, I want to bash you for breaking the rule. This movie sucks, and that was really funny. So I, I, mean, I support you. Hey, Jimmy Stewart with the boat it. down in the drain. Come on, the yeah, I support you. The incredible Grant's undoubtedly furious right now. All right, before we do recommends, we're gonna hit the Twitter questions up because just like in pure BPC fashion, you know, it's like, gosh, should I even send out the Greatest Show on Earth tweet? All right, I'll send it out. My phone just starts shaking I and rattling. Can't it's believe like there's instantly. questions. Yeah, hey, there was. Hey, and they're they're not all. It, isn't this terrible? Yeah. Give it. Give film. Film Twitter some credit for coming out and defending a movie for once. I I, I yeah, appreciate that. This is that. what they fucking defend, but beautiful mind well, that are really mean to. I mean, listen, I, I just think there's no shortage of takes saying that the greatest show on earth stinks. So let's. Well, I true. do appreciate some people saying, stand it up and saying, hey, you know what? I kind of like this one a little bit. So like, I, I I always appreciate that better than this movie should be deleted from history. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So hey, listen, you know what they say: the customer's always right. Except for taste. I don't know if that's the case for us. <laughs> but maybe it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying people have bad taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's uh, let's take to the Twitter. Disturbed by the meme I chose in this one. Okay. We'll start with... Uh, we will start with... Because uh, I referenced it before. We'll start with Maggie from the Best Pictures podcast. For reasons I find almost impossible to explain, this has become my favorite, quote-unquote, bad Best Picture winner. Do you think there's a world which this movie could be made well or well made? I think the core plot of Dueling Acrobats had a ton of promise. So I kind of answered a little bit of red. You know, I would go a different route and just kind of being a little more darker toned sort of struggling business in the circus and, you know, make it a little more like a carnival kind of vibe to it. But Joe... I mean, what, what, what was your reaction? You kind of, kind of were half in and out on it. If you focus the movie on the button story, get a really good actor there and actually have it portrayed as like someone on the run, I think you have a decent movie. If you focus anything on two trapeze people, it's going to belong on Hallmark at best. Wow. Damn. So I, I think the, the person, the, it doesn't have to be trapeze. It could be anything. The individual who is, tried so hard to get to the top, nervous about losing their spot. The new like person comes in who's a little bit of a diva, uh, taking taking her spot. Yeah, that that's a decent story. But again, it's kind of not to hammer home, not to keep hammering the same point. It's just a lot of this needs to happen, and then this, and then this. If this happens, it's good. It's just too far for me to say yeah. there's a good idea here. Yeah. Too much. And, and you know, I'll just say, if, like as far as it being your favorite bad best picture winner, I don't think that's a terrible choice. Like just because if you put like the if you put like the ten token bad best picture yeah. winners in the room, I I don't think this is a bad selection. It wouldn't be mine. 
I mean, I'd probably lend toward one of the musicals more. You know, maybe uh, maybe like Oliver. If if that's if that's in the room, it's definitely going to be Oliver. Well, yeah, you know, but I don't or, think that's in Gigi the bottom or, ten. Oliver, I think it's it's some people's. No, but I'm saying yeah, the token, mind. like the token right. oh, bottom, like if everybody's token bottom. Oh, 10, I see what you're saying because this is almost certainly in their token bottom ten. Sure. You know, we we've talked about the others that, yeah. that are there but too. I think this goes to the top of the list because it has Jimmy Stewart and Charlton Heston. I think it has it has something because of them, even if they're not great. Do you think they top were, of the list as far as like it's better than the, be, the best you, like, of the worst? Yeah, if you mm-hmm. like, if you put. If you put the token, like if you took everybody's rankings and took the most frequent bottom tens, right. this will definitely be one of the ten. Then this versus the other ones that are in there, you know, again, I'm saying exactly what they are. We know like Broadway Mel will be there. You know Cimarron will be there. You know uh, Cavalcade. A Cavalcade will definitely be there. Like there's, and there's, I mean, you know, then the question is just like, what are the other ones? A couple of the music, I'm sure Gigi and, and right. Oliver may show up in that. And, and So do you like this better than Cavalcade? I uh, I think I do. I honestly think I do. I just find it. I, there's nuggets of entertainment. I mean, in Cavalcade's it. pretty bad. So. There's no nuggets of entertainment yeah. in Cavalcade yeah. for me. You know, I, I do not. I so. give like Caval. You like Cavalcade better? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I go I, Cavalcade I, over this too. Cavalcade gets like of its time benefit of the doubt, Man. where like they weren't they were doing what they were doing back then. This is like this is very try hardy for its time. So it's that that loses its. So points. I think these. This question applies uh, better to Cavalcade than it does to Greatest Show on Earth. Listen, I learned about the Boer War from Cavalcade. I learned how to be bored. Just pour NyQuil down my throat. Like, Jesus, the Boer War. But I mean, it's, it has boar in the world. But if we're <laughs> but living... Well, I learned something. I went down a rabbit hole that I got entertaining with. There is no rabbit hole where I'm going to be like, oh yeah, trapeze is dope. Let's move to Zeta Short here. Yeah. The wonderful the greatest Zeta Short, question we have her, ever gotten. Her questions are just more and more fire by the day. Like she's just, I, I, she gets me out loud with it. Here we go. At Zeta Short writes, name five things that you hate about Cecil B. DeMille's directing style. Yeah. I love it so much. I respond. It was the first time I've ever responded to a question so that we've gotten. Maybe let's come up with five amongst the three of us. I mean, inserting himself as the director is going to be one. I, I as a narrator? Right as, as, yeah, yeah, inserting himself as a narrator. Yeah. Cutting it, into the documentaries. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. two. Joe? Thin ideas? Yeah. Spectacle over content? Yeah. Without a spectacle? The yeah. random the random musical number. Oh, my God. Great call. Great call. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah there's five. Ham-fisting musical numbers yeah. where they're absolutely inappropriate. I mean, Joe, uh, Artie is not going to tolerate that. He will not tolerate But he's that. right. Oh, he's right in this yes. instance. In this instance, Usually he's Usually he's absolutely. very wrong. Yeah, no, this I is... I skipped the numbers. Yeah, no, this is... This is... He's... We have no defense on this one. This is... How about can we name one thing we, one thing we like? <laughs> I was going to say also another bad thing is the casting outside of... I was just gonna say it. I like the casting. Yeah. Well, because I like the casting of the of Jimmy Stewart. Well, I, well, I'm gonna give the casting some credit in the sense, in the sense you picked you picked two sub leads who could pull off the physicality, which is not easy. Mm-hmm. And you picked two legit stars of their time. One is kind of you know toward the back end of it, and one is right before he's about to Blows become up. one of the biggest stars in in the industry. I think essentially demanding that the the physicality be realistic is a is a positive. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. No body yeah. doubles. That's a great point. That's yeah. a great point. I think so that's easy a win. to do body doubles. I think that's a win. Yeah. yeah. 
making yeah. them learn it and do it. And someone, you know, there was supposed to be someone else instead of Cornelius um, and couldn't do it with the trapeze. So that's how Cornelius got brought in. We should mention, this will lead into the next question, but we should mention that this is the end of Cecil B. DeMille's run here. He's It's this and essentially Ten Commandments, and that's it. That's and, a wrap, Ten Commandments. Yeah, and those, believe it or not, are the only ones I know of him, or his last two. Honestly, and I, I know, love Ten Commandments. I grew up on it. So. I know more about him from Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, because he's in. He's in. He does a cameo exactly. on Sunset Boulevard. Well, he does. I think he does a lot of like he did a lot of silent films. A lot and, of yeah, silent yeah, things. So he, is, I mean, he did a silent film and like he did a silent Ten Commandments in like nineteen twenty one or something. Really? Yeah. 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 Uh, so he that, just wanted to get his circus movie in, and he did. I guess. <laughs> I suppose. So that leads into our next question here from Steve G at Steve OGZ. Is this the best example of a lifetime achievement best picture win? In my opinion, one of the most boring and plotless movies of the 94 in strong contention with Ziegfeld and Cimarron, two movies we have not covered yet, for the very bottom of my list. So here's uh, here's someone who has this in that kind of bottom spot. Uh, lifetime achievement awards here. So... I'm actually not like the biggest hater of the concept of giving someone a, a lifetime achievement win if the thing you're selecting for the award could be argued as the best amongst the categories. You know, like if there's a tie, you right. give it to the guy who has him. This is kind of weird to define as that though, because it's also like he had never had a nomination before this. Hmm. So it's like kind of like you're you're just awarding his like legacy in the industry, not least, not like a Peter O'Toole, like been nominated 11 times and never won kind of thing. So I don't know that like this fits the total bill as like the Oscar lifetime achievement because he's kind of existed outside the Oscars for all that time. But there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, his name floated the win here. We've had this conversation before. I forget, I forget what it is. And I, I, I'm a, I'm excited to see what happens with Tarantino's next movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to repeat at some point. I've said this on, on this podcast. His last one. He's never gotten one. Yeah. Is that going to be the definition? They just of, give it to they're they're just going to give it to him. And maybe it's still a good movie and it's his eighth best movie or something that we, that is a, a strong possibility. We're headed for that. I don't know if that answers the question. It doesn't answer the question. I can't think about. That's hard to go through. Yeah, what like do you think, Joe? Situation. Not having any nominations. I just think it's a bad win. Yeah, and yeah, and and another thing I'll point out is he doesn't win director. Right. And they give director to John Ford, and it's right. his fourth. It's right. he sets the record. So like they do the opposite with the director award. It's not a lifetime achievement. You gave it to someone who really doesn't need one for the quiet man you know he's he already has three yeah. no one else has three and he's now getting one. his fourth yeah so yeah and I, I do think this is a very weird year a very weak year there's a, a lot of the McCarthyism problems going on with the blacklist well, and that right. that led into to what's going politics on politics really affected this year yeah and high noon which is you know would be my pick as, as the best picture winner this year wasn't gonna win because of that you know so I, it, it's hard to look back and figure all that stuff out. The chalk winner later, here yeah. probably should have been Quiet Man, just because like he wins the rector. It's kind of that boring, easy win. So it's kind of quirky that they gave it to this. So it, like in many in many ways, this is kind of like that underdog upset win. Because I didn't realize Quiet Man was this year. I saw, when yeah. I was looking, I was like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like that seems like more of the safe pick. 
hundred percent. No, I don't. So love maybe that they movie, did but. say like, all right, we're yeah. giving it to, we're giving the director to Ford. Let's get weird and give it to. Yeah, Demille's a loser. Let's give it to. Him. <laughs> without really going back, I don't know that. Without that going back and like studying every movie and why and how, this does have a little Americana vibe. Maybe that that played into it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen fifty-two or post World War Two. You know, yeah. Oh, Steve G, the same same guy writes. Uh, which best picture winner you've watched would be the funniest with a G? <laughs> this is a good question. I'm sorry, I, I actually didn't see this one until I'm reading it now. Which best picture winner you've uh, you've covered would be the funniest with a greatest show on earth style Cecil B. DeMille voiceover montage at the beginning? <laughs> so, oh. so with, take any movie we've covered so far. And like, let's insert like, like newsreel footage and have like a narrative. Goof it up. It. Yeah. So I, I'm just seeing this is the first time. So I'm kind of thinking fresh on this. How about Titanic? Fucking amazing. Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see it. Oh, man. Um, how about The Shining? <laughs> do like do like newsreel footage of like the Overlook. The Overlook is debuting back in the day, the waste where all the parties are held. <laughs> Elf, <laughs> right? Elf. Oh man, please not around the world in eighty days. Don't make it a half hour longer. Oh my god, Joey, what do, what do you think? The Shining is the winner. That's pretty funny, right? Yeah, if you had to a pick good. a Best Picture winner, though. Because that was the question. Oh, uh, best picture winner. You know what would be fucking awful? <laughs> I think that's the way yeah. to pick is like, what's the worst? Chariots one? of Fire. <laughs> oh my God, you're the winner. Oh my That's just the God. worst. No matter what the contest is, that's just the worst. You just won that question. That yeah, that just you just made Chariots of Fire worse somehow. <laughs> that's amazing. Amazing. That's, that's incredible. Great question. Okay. Yeah, great, that's great. That's a really question. good that's question. One of the, that's one of the best ones we've had in a while there. Uh, again from Steve G. All right, uh, and um, uh, Ronaldo Sosa writes. All right, so this is a, kind of like the, the crew of people defending a little bit here. So Ronaldo Sosa writes. Why do people hate it so much? Not saying it's particularly good, but there are way worse winners. And then I'll, I'll just couple in tech up. Steve, no, not that Steve. The other at Steve James writes. Uh, exactly. It's not what I'd call the best film of the year, but it does its job well. And I'm not totally mystified about why people voted for it. It's pure corn, and people probably had fun with it when it was released. Plus, the effects and production design are top notch. Necessarily know about that. Uh, and he, uh, Steve, also asked if Gloria Graham had gotten the nod for this one instead of uh, the Bad and the Beautiful, would she still have won? Um, how much of the politics of the era of Senator Joe McCarthy scare voters away from High Noon and Ivanhoe, both blacklisted talent involved? Um, we kind of covered the the McCarthy stuff. Um, Ivanhoe is also not good. I covered that with Zeta Short on 300 Passions. If that won, we'd have ourselves another very bad Best Picture winner. So we'll go that. But just go into the, into the uh, and Gloria Graham, I don't necessarily um, know that she should have been nominated in this one. Here. For this? So, no, no. No. This one should not have had any acting nominations. So no. they got that part right. Listen, I appreciate people trying to defend things. I really do. And I always want to, you know, I say it so much. It's, it's boring. But I really want to like everything we watch. But it's just impossible. This movie, I can't justify defending this movie it's a really poorly made bad movie see right off the bat with that question i disagree that there are way worse winners i don't think there are way worse winners so mm. yeah i mean just on that conceit alone the rest of the question is just failure yeah. then yeah. is this the, is this the worst one we've done so far as in your opinion 
No, because I think chariots is, is worse. Oh, you have chariots yeah, lower. Chariots yeah. is worse. Oh, chariots put is some news way for lower legit. for me. Okay, so that's the Twitter questions. Uh, before we do the recommends, I just want to get into uh, cutting room floor. should be real easy here. I mean, yeah. cutting pretty much all the parade Any scenes. of the this, this movie so. should be 47 minutes. I thought... Oh. It should be forty-seven <laughs> minutes. Like that should be the. Whole that is all the content. Should it this be that's shorter than Airheads? Um, I think that uh, I just realistically speaking, forty minutes could easily come out of this movie. I just so. a snap At of the least. finger, you can make this an hour and fifty minutes, just easily. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, parade stuff, newsreel footage stuff. I mean, do you, is there? Is, will you entertain the idea of a movie using documentary footage like this? No. If done right, no. One scene. Showing the setup, one scene showing the takedown, much shorter, without the stupid over like voiceover, maybe. But overall, it's poorly done. Uh, okay, um, Oz. It, so, like the sports movie winner, League of Their Own, did a little bit of that. Yeah, it kind of worked. worked. It worked. Yeah. So it. it but it, it helped the story. It, it moved it along. Work. It didn't feel like a separate thing. There was a, hit, a tinge of comedy to it. Too, and it also it did have like the characters of the movie in it. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. it was a part of the movie. It yeah. wasn't just a separate. Thing. It had it had way more charm. This lacked yeah. charm. Yeah. Oh, a lot of charm. All right. Oscar reevaluation here. So okay. So this is this is one. It's it's so funny. It's, it has the exact stats as a movie that we're covering in a couple weeks. Uh, a couple weeks. Spotlight, okay. where it was nominated for five and won only two. So it's a, a similar setup with that. And two at one where. Picture screenplay, same as Spotlight. This one screenplay, picture and screenplay. Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough one. When people ask me where screenplay win, this is not a new answer. That's not a bad answer. That's not a bad answer. Uh, Okay, so then that's easy as you're saying of of the ones that won. Which one would you have it not win? I don't have it win either. But screenplay would come out first. I mean, there's only really one. All right. So, but uh, the other ones is nominated for were best director, costume design, film editing. So you. Out of all of those, screenplay would be the most egregious win. Yes, and I would agree with that. Agreed. Yeah, and that's on one. Or I mean, well, so what? Oh, that's tough between director and screenplay for me. Yeah. Okay. So you're in a world. You're maybe happier with this world than him winning only director with picture. Yeah. You can't change picture in this in this category. Yeah. Yeah. So you you keep screenplay instead of director. If I had to choose between would it win director or a screenplay, oof. Man, I hated the direction of this movie. That's tough. You got picked, though. It's time. Nah, you know I still got to knock the, the screenplay out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you're gonna you keep it. Oh, that's tight. I'm the same. I would. I I can justify director over screenplay. Screenplay. That's a bit, that's a weird win. And Joe, I think I might that might be my new answer too. Okay, so now among these, which one would you be most okay with it winning? So writing screenplay, director, costume design, and film editing. It's an easy answer for me. Yeah, it's costume design. It's the only answer. Yeah, and it's Edith Head, who's legendary. Has, yeah. eight, has eight Oscar wins. Wow. Okay with her getting a ninth Listen, there. Listen, Sebastian's yeah. Ricky Steamboat outfit is awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's an easy answer. Yeah. Okay. I'm, All right. So uh, we, before we, uh, we wrap things up here, recommends greatest show on earth, Joe. In a very clown heavy mindset, we're, we've been very much in the it world, um, but I wanted something fun, something where clowns did some killing. So I went. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. All right. 1980s cool. like Cheese it. Fest. Yeah, wonderful bad. horror movie. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I took the cop out easy one that got mentioned a few times already with Nightmare Alley. Okay. Oh, I nice. thought about it. No, the, the, the new one or the original? The new one. one. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah new one. Check out the. Anyone who hasn't seen the original, it's it's available on YouTube. Yeah. Free. You can check it out. It's, it's worth the watch. Same director as The Grand Hotel. Hey, hey. Lovely. I like it. Yeah. So I picked a 
I picked a movie that is also about a traveling circus. And I leaned into the documentary end of things. Cool. So we, uh, we have a, a documentary side. This isn't your average circus, though. This is uh, a circus that started in the Northeast. And uh, instead of a big tent, we have a, uh, a big squared circle. Yes. A, a, res- a wrestling ring, if you will. And uh, I picked uh, the 1999 documentary, Beyond the Mat. Oh, Beautiful. nice. Yes. yes. Beautiful. So, uh, and it, um, man, it's crazy just to watch it and, and, and get, get, get in the behind-the-scenes mentality. I mean, it's not like the documentary ha- doesn't have its flaws and, and whatnot. But I just think that if, if you have zero respect for wrestling whatsoever, it's an interesting watch. And you may maintain that lack of respect when you're done watching it. But get in, in the mindset of what these people are going through and what, what the production stuff. behind it. A lot of the stuff. Yeah. Jake Roberts is... is, is get it. And, and even the, um, the, the minor league aspect of it, which oh, is yeah. kind of way more developed now. Than it was back then. Very much. The indie promoters trying to get it, the ECW trying to survive in the in the whole world. Yeah, there's such parallels of of just the up and comers versus the the people that are there. And yeah. uh not pun not intended, juggling so many different like personalities <laughs> and the business and all that. Great one. I was yeah. gonna go that route and it I I didn't think of um I didn't think of, of Beyond the Mat. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Also taken during the absolute prime of the industry yeah, the, the pinnacle exactly, yeah, yeah 1999 is the pinnacle of the wrestling yeah. industry yeah. Uh, i will also offer a, a retraction from my airheads yes, episode. Please i do. made a mistake Oz. you corrected me yeah. triple h never held the wcw title i yeah. i i mistook it the, it was the rock who yeah. won when when the wcw title went under the wwe banner it was the rock who won that title and then it was uh unified under chris jericho there you okay. go it was not and, and you informed me that Triple yes. H was injured during that time. Correct, for the duration of the... Of the, the yes. I guess that, I just that assumed story. that it the would be... The big gold belt. You got confused yes. by the big gold belt. Right, and I, I just also assumed that Triple H is that arrogant that he would have to force the WCW title on him. He started in the company and then This is over, a whole other podcast. Came over to, to whole WWE other podcast. damn it, I'm going to wear that title because I deserve it. <laughs> this is a whole other podcast. Time to play the game! Does Vince Russo really uh, follow you? Uh, and I picked the Vince Russo movie too. Yeah, Vince Russo follows BBC. Oh, wow. Yeah, so does Conan. Okay, so uh, due to the one to fives here, um, boy, this isn't. This is probably going to be unforgiving. But yeah, performances on screen, the deal amongst it. What do we have here? I gave it a. a, a this is a very soft two. Okay, i i gave I gave it a strong two. Okay, because it's, it is Jimmy Stewart and Heston, but there's nothing else. With those two, plus learning how to trapeze, yeah. I gave it a two. Okay. I was wondering if anyone would go three. I, I was very close to a three. There's too much just bad performances. In, in this conversation with you guys talking to me about the the authentic trapeze artists, that's when I got kicking with the, the idea of the three. But this is, this is as much as I love him and as much as I appreciated him on screen amidst the town around him, it's kind of a mailed-in Heston performance. Especially at the end. Yeah, and... And it's you know Jimmy Stewart is in disguise the whole time, so it, it yeah. you know we're that, we're at, we're at a two here. So I'm I could I could be muscled into a three, but it doesn't seem like anyone's willing to do that. No, so no. I'd go I'd talk myself into a one before I ever right. get close to a three. Yeah, this isn't Steve Buscemi tying Triple H to a chair here. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how the movie shot, presentation on screen, how it looks. Where are we going? I screen? gave it a one. A one. one. It's a one. I'm doubling down with that one. <sighs> I just hate the the way it was. Looked the document, half documentary, you know, documentary uh, aspect. Nothing, nothing popped. Right. You know, I don't know if I've given a movie a one yet. I'd have to go Do back it. and check the stats, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go two. 
I'm going to go to there's a there is there is an element of spectacle here. There was uh, there was some effort and attempt and I think if I can't I can't give that authentic uh, that authentic trapeze artistry visual a one. I can't I can't do that. There was a, there was enough there was enough stunt to that. So if I'm not going to elevate the the performance, I'm going to elevate the spectacle. See, I elevated my performance to two, okay, which because is fine. Of that. Yeah. You, you slid it into that lane. I'm going to yeah. slide into this lane. So I'm going to elevate this one to a two. Yeah. This next one, I'm pretty sure we're all going to have the same answer for yeah. the story, how it's told, the themes. It's uh, one. I gave it a one, hard yeah. one. And this is a special kind of one because it's it's a one where you did have some things to work with and you just really couldn't have failed yeah. worse with them. Exactly. Yeah. There there was things that made this feel like a stronger one about how bad they failed. Yeah. It wasn't just like a Broadway melody where it was just like nothing there and like look we can dance. Yeah. So a two two one for me and both of you had it as a two one two, one two one and, ones and getting the vibe. Oz, that this has a con- this is a contender for your worst slot. Yeah, so what are we uh, what how many uh, are we at? 94 or 95? I think it, in 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 the spring of 2023 it'll it'll be 95. All right, so we, we got 94. So I have it at 90. I I got it at 90 right now. So when you started doing the this project, if you would have done this movie like second or third, I would have been like, "Oh my god. I I that this is going to be horrible. Like I, I'm never yeah. going to make it through these old movies. I'm never going to make it through these old movies. You know, if you if you did it early, uh, I I have um, chariots of fire below it as far as what you've covered, and I'm leaving a little a little room for some future ones, and maybe even like a cavalcade um, to for for this to jump. Yeah. So I got four or five below it is is where I'm at right now. Yeah, I think this mo- best case for me, this movie is 89. Yeah. Like, this is our f- 52nd, 53rd movie we've done here. Like, we're at a high enough number where this is there. Yeah. This will not be in my bottom five. I'll say that right now. Um, I think we've... Is it mm. in your bottom 10? Ooh. I couldn't, so, I couldn't tell you no. I couldn't you, tell you no. Do you like this movie better than Tom Jones? I do. Okay. Yeah. You like this movie better than Around the World? And I'm not asking uh, to like commit. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not committing to yeah. either of those, but yeah. I, I think just, I kind of already. I think like I kind of already said. Lightning round. I think I kind of already said yes. Yeah, I yeah. Do. Okay. And and you can throw Broadway Melody there too. You know that you you um, like this movie better than Broadway yeah. Melody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's moving up. Yeah. Then then there's I, I can there's I can name five. We haven't covered. We haven't covered that. Right. We, yeah, I can name five that I like. I like less than this. And I'm sorry, which Cavalcade? You said this. I think this is ahead of Cavalcade too. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, yeah, I just named five right there. Yeah, yeah. You get, so you get yeah, uh, now bottom ten. Uh, uh, look, uh, upon reevaluation, yeah, reserving we'll say, your but, right to yeah, move. But yeah, but I, I do think there's a great chance this is in my bottom ten. Okay. But yeah, not going to be in my bottom five. Okay. So we'll see. Do you think this gets to eighty for you? I I see this with an eight leading the number. I see this in the 80. That seems the 80 bracket. Yeah. You think it gets to like 50, I don't see it getting to 70. No. 79. That's, you now you're asking because you got to remember yeah. when we're done with this there's going to probably be 97 or 98 winners. Right. There's no way this touches the 70s. There's just no way. No. Unless the next three the next three A24 winners <laughs> which there could be oh, yeah, I hate that much. So yeah. Uh, no. I Did you like the Batman there. better than this? I'm just kidding. We're I'm not kidding. going there. No. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. 
Okay, as we say, this is not a who should have won podcast. We do like to talk about the other movies that were nominated for that year. Joey, you're going to throw them at us here. What was our, our first one you want to bring to the table here? First is High Noon. Mm. A town marshal, despite the disagreements of his newlywed bride and the townspeople around him, must face a gang of deadly killers alone at High Noon when the gang leader and outlaw he sent up years ago arrives on the noon train. This movie is... Gary Cooper. Yep. Star, uh, directed by Fred Zinnerman, starring Gary Cooper, the fabulous and always amazing Grace Kelly, mm-hmm. Thomas Mitchell, Lloyd Bridges. Have you guys seen High Noon? I have not. No. Joe? I have not. Please do yourself a favor. Western. Awesome. Under 90 minutes. I want to say it's like an hour and 10 minutes or an hour and 15 minutes or something like that. It was on Hulu for a while. I don't know if it still is. Please go watch it. And Fred Zinnemann, does that director ring a bell to you? Yes. I'm a man for all seasons. Okay. And that's he, Grace Kelly in it. Yes. And he uh, directs uh, From Here to Eternity, which we haven't covered yet, but we will at some point. Fred, okay. Great director. Great director. So, hi, Noon. Please, please watch it. That would have been my winner this year. Great one. Next is Ivanhoe. <sighs> a knight seeks to free the captive King Richard and put him back on the throne. This movie star directed by <laughs> this movie Richard <laughs> Thorpe, starring Robert Taylor as Ivanhoe, Elizabeth Taylor, Joan Fontaine. That's a wrap on that. I, I love watched it. In our, in our episode with Zeta, Zeta, Zeta goes, um, Jim Thorpe is what you'd call a good hand, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, uh, just basically like, hey, see, direct a Law and Order episode if you needed him. But yeah, it, it just, um, he's a good mechanic. Yeah, as they say. Oh, God. Just, yeah, it just the movie's not good. I mean. Robin Hood's like an insulary character wandering around. It's, uh, I mean, that Liz, terrible. <laughs> you got uh, Liz Liz Taylor in there. I, I did I did appreciate that. Joan Fontaine's it. in it, and and uh, and I love uh, Joan, Joan Fontaine. Fontaine. Is great. It's yes. not a good movie. I watched it when you did that, so I could. Yeah, be Robert ready. Taylor. No bueno. Bad. 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 But yeah, no. Liz Taylor and Joan Fontaine. I love so that that end of it kept me entertained. But the movies is just not. not did good. you like it better than Greatest Show on Earth? <sighs> I don't know, man. Uh, they're both would be horrible winners. Uh, it, 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 no, no, I don't think so. Right. No, I think I like Greatest Show better. Yeah. There was a cool uh, jousting scene though. Okay. I did like that. You got and it's got uh, um, our boy uh, Favel from yeah. uh, George Sanders. Yeah. yeah, he's really good. Maybe I did like it better than Greatest Show. I don't. Know. I liked it better. I than won't Greatest be revisiting Show. either anytime soon. So, yeah. all right. Next is a movie I've not seen. This version I saw the newer, terrible Baz Luhrmann one, Moulin Rouge. A fictional account of French artist Henri de... Yep. <laughs> oh, oh the, the, the shoes on the other yeah. foot here. You got to say the French name, huh? Uh, directed by John Huston, starring Jose Ferrer, Jaja Gabor, Suzanne Flan, Claude Nolier, and, you know, others were in this as well. Yeah, Jose Ferrer, up for Best Actor. Might even have won, I'm thinking about it, but... He was the Turkish Bay in in Lawrence of Arabia. Oh shit! Yeah, Jose Ferrer. I've never seen this one, and I don't mean to. Uh... No, this is not the Moulin Rouge yeah. musical. It's not the same story. It's not. It's a completely different. Just says the same name. I don't mean to flex, but I uh, just was. Uh, I walked by Moulin Rouge in Paris. Oh like, wow! Within the last couple of weeks. Very nice. Yeah, and you were watching it on the way to <laughs> on the way to Paris, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's what's next, y'all? Uh, next is the last one. The Quiet Man. 
A retired American boxer returns to the village of his birth in 1920s Ireland, where he falls for a spirited redhead whose brother is contemptuous of their union. This movie is directed by John Ford. It's starring John Wayne, Maureen O'Hara, Barry Fitzgerald, Ward Bond, Victor McLagan, Mildred Natwick, Francis Ford. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I mean, I like this so movie. This is a good opportunity to plug 1001 by one because they have a classic burial of this movie. This is one of their like. This is like one of their most hated movies. Hit that Ian and Adam For, did. This, they uh, really, one of the really first ones it. I disagreed with them on. Yeah. Okay. So you've seen Quiet Man and like. Oh, I like Quiet Man. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I have not seen it. You know, I love uh, John Ford, so um, I, know, I, I remain optimistic. Know. And I do like. You uh, would like it. I I do like. Um, John Wayne too. So, uh, I like yeah. by the way, Gary Cooper won Best Actor for High Noon. I should have known that. But Jose Ferrer was nominated. The other uh, nominees were Kirk Douglas, Alec Guinness, and Marlon Brando. It was a big year. It's a great year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you didn't make me watch ten hours of it content, I might have uh, snuck this one in before, yeah, before you, this episode. You enjoyed it. Uh, okay. So that and that's all we have today. That's, that's it. it. So there you go. Those are the other nominees. Oh, my God. Thank you for still listening if you're there out there. Follow us on all our socials at Best Picture Cast. We are always looking to interact. Follow Worst Picture Cast, too. Is that, That's Worst Pick Cast on, on Twitter. Yep. Joey, you, what's your next uh, release on that? I know we don't know exactly when it's coming out, but what is... Uh... Yeah, so our next one is with Zeta, um, our first returning guest to the Worst Picture Cast, and we're doing Just a Gigolo. Just a Gigolo. There it is. Yes, so oh, she's just her first double up guest. Love it, love yeah. it. Yeah, Zita, follow her uh, her podcast, uh, Three Hundred Passions podcast. Uh, I just did a an episode on the Accidental Tourist, which is a movie we uh, unnecessarily buried in our third ever episode. Rain Man, it's a wonderful movie. You should watch the movie and check out our episode. It's great. There will be a Return to Rain Man episode coming up too with cool. Adam Hitchcock from Circuit Verse and uh, and this. Uh, his new podcast is or the new name for his podcast streaming is Streaming Circuit. Streaming Circuit, yeah. So follow doing him. Great too. work over there. Yeah, follow him too. He just wrapped up his second season, and he did uh, basically like ranked all the comedies, yeah, the twenty twenty century comedies. Fame, yeah. yeah, cool. So check that out. Yeah, good things to come. And check out all our old episodes, our back catalog, and and boy, next week we're going out of the sewers. We are going to the sewers of Maine. We will all float. We'll be floating at the end of that one. I promise you that. So again, thank you for listening. And we will catch you next week in Derry, Maine. Oh boy. Oh boy. Like walking on a highway. What it scares me half to death. You're always high above me. And I'm always falling down. circus baby I'm just the clown and I'll do tricks for you just like you want me to Cover up my friend.